Drew Rosenhaus. Drew Fairbanks. Oh, my God. Isn't he kind of like uh, Kirk Drifty? Drew Fairbanks. Same guy, I think. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening Everybody to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, 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 Governor Palin, mm-hmm, okay, yes, I'm working on it right now, okay, bye-bye. Hmm, who is this? What are you wearing right now? Who are you, and how did you get my IM address? I have connections, LOL. What color are your panties? <gasps> None of your business, you pervert. I have a pipeline down south you need to inspect LMAO. Ah! Go away. I have hacked your cell phone number, too. Calling you now. What? Barracuda. Oh, my. Hello? Uh, you're number one on my political poll, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, that was it? Wow. Well, I was just looking at some emails here, including one. Oh, Clay Aiken comes out of the closet. Ooh. Oh, God. It's just, uh, you know. I realize people can't listen every day, every minute, but why not? Why not? You know? Becky, we had that. That was the first thing I talked about yesterday. Why? Jesus, God Almighty. Anyhow, here's a really good email. Did, did uh, they have Drew Rosenstein Kranz house on again? Boy, everybody hates him. And Alex Marvez. Oh, oh, this station. You know something? I'm going to hire a guy who's going to come and take. I don't want to do any violence to Clarence. Well, I really would like to, but just kidnap him for a year and watch those numbers go zooming back up. We could we could have Gilbert. <laughs> Be the PD for a year and do better than we're doing. I, I'm serious. Well, Gilbert's a big fan of this kind of uh, show. So you're yeah. right. Now, at least Gilbert knows something about the show. Well, let's see. Before I get to Larry, Larry, good Jewish boy, his email. Here's one from Mia. Because they, oh, he's uh, still, they're still showing him. Let the bailout fit. McCain. See, now, I'll tell you the good news is though, that the Republicans have, they've stolen that guaranteed lose page from the Democratic sure. playbook. I mean, they are committing political suicide. That was up 160 points, by the way, for those who care. Here comes the bunny, and there goes your money. Mia, recent college graduate, says, Hi, I'm very disturbed. Oh, no. Recent college graduate, it says, I'm very distributed. Not disturbed. She meant disturbed, but it says, I'm very distributed. 
that former President Clinton, a proclaimed Democratic Obama supporter who purports his Clinton Global Initiative as bipartisan forum for discussing improving global issues around the world, would allow McCain to give a partisan Republican speech, which he just got through giving, by the way. Clinton should have made it very clear and read the speech ahead of time to ensure his speech focused on the spirit of his organization and wasn't a speech to promote the Republican agenda. The question, this questions Clinton's true support for Barack Obama and the Democrats. Why in the hell would he allow such a thing? Would Clinton rather compromise the most important presidential election in the past 50 years over his own personal endeavors? Uh-huh. The icing on the cake is Clinton provided courtesy videotape to the media of McCain's partisan rhetoric. What the hell was he thinking? Please heal my wounds. I'm hurt by this. Warm and kindest regards, Mia, recent college graduate who says she's distributed that this happened. Not disturbed. She's, she's distributed, distributed? In, in, in capital wow. letters. So I'm very distributed. Redistribute her. Quit being sarcastic, okay? She's serial. Oh. Now, Larry says the economy is going to hell. People are talking about another depression. We have a so-called war hero, Wackadoo, flinching in the face of something he can't handle, even canceling an appearance last minute on the Letterman show as if those ten minutes would have had an impact on what's happening in Congress. Letterman, by the way, ripped him an ass. It was great. Good. For like ten minutes. And had Olbermann on there instead. He was the re the replacement guy. Excellent choice. And then come to find out that McCain lied. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. This blatant, bald-faced lies. Oh, he's got to hurry back to Washington to uh, work work on the bailout scheme, you know. And the fact of the matter is, he wasn't in Washington at all. He was still in New York, over doing an interview with uh, taking taping an interview with Katie Couric. Liar, liar, and liar. Which is the biggest liar, Sarah? Or of course, Sarah don't lie because she don't speak. They won't let her speak now. They've got her encased in a glass bubble. There's Sarah with Henry Kissinger, and there's Sarah doing uh, Coochie Coochie with Hamid Karzai. I say Coochie? Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, even canceling an appearance at the last minute on the Letterman show, canceling debates, we have a witch-fearing moose. Oh, did you see the preacher? Oh, yeah. Whoa! Been there, done that. Wow. Been there, done that? Oh, sure. with that kind of preacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a voice on that a guy, though. fearing moose-eating nutjob as possible VP or gas president. We have an ongoing war that's sucking up much-needed money from our troubled economy. We have, uh, yeah, we could use that trillion dollars, I guess. We have Galveston destroyed and nobody paying attention, showing again the ineptitude of the Bushies to handle anything that doesn't involve putting more money in rich people's pockets. We have babies dying in China from bad milk. We have a mother buying her son assault rifles so he can more effectively threaten fellow students' lives. We have offshore oil drilling approved in Congress. We have a father sending his son to school with a T-shirt saying that Obama's a friend of terrorists. But that's okay. I can handle it because all is right in the world. Why? And here comes the best part of this email. Okay. Why? Because both the Dolphins and the Hurricanes won this past weekend. Aren't we blessed? boy, Larry. All right. Excellent email. And your close personal friend, Flea, who's just, just psychotic. Not only does he look weird, he just is weird, you know? I sure hope he's in that meeting right now going to bat for us on these screwed-up rejoins. You know that there are people, there are little children in South Florida running around asking, What's with those rejoins? What's with those rejoins? Little children who understand mm -hmm. the formatics of this business better than our so-called program director, underlining the so-called being the operative words. So-called Schmidthead, idiot, simpleton. I guarantee you that we got so we got spies in that building. We've got people on the payroll across the street. We've got to have, because what they're doing to us and to this radio station is criminal. There are people on death row for far lesser crimes than what they're doing to WQAM and this show in particular, but not just singularly. 
You got me? I got you. So Flea says, and Flea is just whipped up. He he emailed me this to the Anil at NeilRogers.com, also to my own Yahoo email. He's just all over the place, that Flea. You know what you do with a Flea? That's it. Governor Charlie Crist passed this into law yesterday, and I quote, First of all, the governor doesn't pass anything into law, but he pushed it. He pushed it. <laughs> if your driver's license address does not match the address on your voter's registration card, you will not be permitted to vote. And, that, and here's the best part of this from Flea. Please forward this to everyone in Florida to check today both addresses on their driver's license and voter registration to make sure they match. And then it's got a link to change your address online. Please forward this to everyone in Florida. Well, I'll see you guys because I'm going to be busy. For days. In fact, even by election day, I might not be able to get this to everybody in Florida. Please forward this to everyone in Florida to check both addresses on your driver's license and voter registration card. If they don't match, you ain't going to vote. It's got a link. I'm, I'm, I don't know. From Flea, from your friend Flea. I thought he was a coherent guy. Yeah. I, I think he's becoming a crazy person. That could be. And he doesn't have to get all bent out of shape because the Republicans are doing everything but forfeiting right now. This All this crap about, oh, we've got to cancel or postpone the debate. Well, there's, there's such a short window there. There's like, what, five and a half weeks before the election now? Such a short mm -hmm. window for the three debates. That the obvious tactic here is what they've been doing all along, and that is to shut her up and not give her the opportunity to open up her mouth and show, the, show her ass to the world, which a lot of you guys probably want to see that. And I guarantee it's at this point probably a wrinkly nasty ass, but nevertheless, that that's the whole game plan. Oh, we got to get rid of that vice presidential debate because the idea that she's going to be up there, and even though they're not going to be able to interact with each other in that debate, which the Democrats should never have agreed with that, even though they're not going to be able to do that, she is going to lay an egg the size of uh, Mercury, the size of Mars, the size of Uranus. I can't wait for that debate. I'm, I'm going to be. I would pay. To watch that. That's how enthusiastic I'm about this. Oh no, we can't. We got to cancel it. We got because we got that crisis, you know. Oh boy. I mean, one thing to to lie. It's another thing to do it so blatantly and so poorly. So this is the worst run campaign in history. Even Michael Dukaka, with a picture of him in the tank with a helmet on, even that was better than what they're doing. So maybe Bubba's trying to help old Johnny Boy out. You think? Maybe. Because I'm very distributed by it. Now, here's a story. <laughs> You're a bastard. What? Although it is funny. Well, she, she points out that she's a college graduate at the end of the email. Wouldn't you think a college graduate would know how to write the word no. disturbed? No, not if that college is UM. Oh, God forbid. I said college, not football school. Not suntan you. You can't spell scum without U-M. Anyway, here's a uh, short but sweet. Who sent me this? I'm trying to think who sent this to me. Oh, Josh Corda sent this to me. I'm sitting at Woodbine, which I had another uh, marginal winning day. Not humongous bucks, but enough to make it worth going. Uh, and I get a text message from Josh Cordes. Oh, uh, here's a really cute story I found. Maybe you want me to put this on the uh, site, yada, yada. Sucking around for that grand, okay, which I still haven't mailed out yet, by the way. I'm thinking about it. What do you think, Chris? Should I send him the money or not? Uh, truthfully, I really don't care. Good. I like that. That's an excellent answer. What do you think, George? Yeah, whatever. Whatever. See, whatever. 
which means F.U., Josh. South Charleston, West Virginia. As if getting a DUI wasn't enough, a man arrested for driving under the influence got in a lot more trouble at the police station. It's got a picture of this guy. It looks uh, like a marginal guy. You know what I mean? Marginal human. Police stopped Jose Cruz on Route 60 in South Charleston Monday night for driving with his headlights off. Then he failed sobriety test and was arrested. When police were trying to get fingerprints, police say Cruz moved closer to the officer and passed gas on him. The investigating officer remarked in the criminal complaint that the odor was very strong. Cruz is now charged with battery on a police officer as well as DUI and obstruction. How do you like that? If you fart on a cop, it's a battery. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe he hooked up a battery to his ass to, like, you know, kind of ratchet that thing up a little bit. What do you think? Maybe. Glenn Beck rhymes with Drek. They're promoting that thing. What a disgrace. Don't we have enough Nazis on the air already for crying out loud? No. Jesus, God Almighty. Twelve minutes after ten at 560 WQM. It's a Thursday. We got the big O at two. Rock solid. And then, no Mad Dog today. I have no idea why. Four to 650, it's Gelding. The Squeakmeister. First pitch with Jesse Agler. They're done. Marlins are over. It's just a few more games and we'll get that crap over with. First pitch, 6.50 to 7, 10 minutes of spots. 7 to 9, oh, two hours of Hurricane Hotline. That should be a good ratings booster. Dolphins tonight, high school gridiron report, 9 to 10. Total tune-out, followed from 10 to midnight by the DA show. That's enough to make anybody cry. Enough to make a grown man cry and geshry. Neil's half-price deals are the head of the town. Today's Thursday. we got one going at noon. Starting at noon today, you can buy $50 certificates for just 25 bucks to the outstanding and brand-new Paisons Restaurant and Bar in Coral Springs, formerly Onyx. Paisons is now doing their grand opening, and to rave reviews, they offer great dining value with sensational food. Paisons features only Harris Ranch organic beef. Try their 8-ounce filet, tender and scrumptious, or their 14-ounce ribeye marinated in garlic, black peppercorn, and oil. Their specialty is the prime rib Big Al Cut. A full 16-ounce cut, slow-roasted for six hours, and perfect every time. Seafood lovers feast on their fabulous fresh catch items like cedar plank smoked salmon or sea bass wellington. The all-new Payson's Restaurant and Bar, formerly Onyx, at 3111 North University Drive, just a block south of Sample in Coral Springs. For reservations, it's 954-510-7400. And thanks to me, you'll be able to buy $50 certificates at half price, just 25 bucks, starting at noon today on WQAM.com. Howard David's a bitch. Today on TMZ, workers filed out of Lehman Brothers with a history of their careers in their arms. The investment bank filed for bankruptcy. Sarah Palin, banking firms are going bankrupt. Houses are going into foreclosure. If you were in the White House, what would you do to get the economy back on its feet? Do things better. Okay, that's good. Could you be more specific? We must do whatever it takes. Uh, more specific? We have got to have all options out there on the table. <laughs> and what are those options? Whatever it takes. What? There have been mistakes made. Right. There have been blunders along the way. And what would you do differently? We must do whatever. Oh, please. Okay, I'll ask you a really simple question. Is Russia close to Alaska? Yes. You can actually see Russia here in Alaska. Yeah, from her porch, no doubt. Wait till you hear this. Sarah Palin Lover revealed. Oh, oh boy. 
Uh, the deck of the house of cards has just come crumbling down, you know? It's like they, yeah. Just like that. And that debate tomorrow night, man, that's going to be a bloodbath. Can you even begin to imagine it? No. no. I just can't wait for that. But I especially, I, I say, okay, go ahead and cancel that one and move up to vice presidential debate to tomorrow. Yeah. That's my suggestion. What did you just send to me? Something? Or was me? it a. Uh, what? Oh, no, it's an ad fax. I hate those. Sarah Palin Lover Revealed. Somebody, uh, Demsey, just uh, sent me this. Hockey Mom Lover. Hockey Mom. Hockey Ma'am, says M A M. I wonder if she's very distributed by this. In a world exclusive, the National Enquirer names GOP vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin's secret lover. No less than three members of the man's family, including one by sworn affidavit have claimed that Sarah Palin engaged in an extramarital affair with husband Todd's former business partner, Brad Hansen. I wonder if he was one of the Hansen brothers. Didn't one of them die? Yeah, I believe so. Wow. What are we going to do now? Nothing. These sources have named Hansen as Palin's secret love and say their affair nearly wrecked both their marriages. Hansen owned a snowmobile dealership with Palin's husband, Todd, who immediately dissolved the... Uh, partnership after he heard stories about the affair which occurred in 1996 according to the sources at the time palin was mayor of wasilla palin has vehemently denied cheating on her husband and hansen insisted to the national Enquirer that he was never romantically involved with a 44 year old vp candidate however hansen family insider jim burdett has gone on the record and passed a rigorous polygraph test revealing details of the affair to the National Enquirer in a world-exclusive interview. Details. He uh, probably even drew some pictures of who had what and who stuck what where and how many times they put it in there. Right on. And out, and in and out. Burdett is a former brother-in-law of Hansen's estranged wife, Carolyn's brother, Craig Batten, and still speaks with many family um, members. I've known about Brad having had an affair for a long time. It wasn't just till recently I learned his affair was with Sarah Palin, Burdett told the Inquirer. Sarah was elected mayor of Wasilla. Brad became a city council member in the nearby town of Palmer, and they started an affair. They were screwing and doing and chewing and bluing. Todd found out about the affair, was so mad he broke up the partnership at the snowmobile dealership, Burdett says. Another source who preferred to remain anonymous for fear of repercussions provided the Enquirer with a sworn affidavit attesting to the Palin Hansen story. Todd was away on business a lot, and Sarah felt lonely. Oh, poor hockey mom. Brad was a good listener, and Sarah talked to him at length. Eventually, she realized she was falling in love with him, and she probably dropped her panties. When Todd got back from one of his trips, Sarah told him she'd begun to have feelings for Brad. For the full story and exclusive details of the shocking allegations of Sarah Palin's affair, pick up the latest issue of the National Enquirer, which you can be damn sure I will do today. Oh, isn't this going to be great? It's all, it's all just blowing up in their face. I just love it. I love it. Cars, against wind and solar, against geothermal and biomass, against hydropower. But McCain does support tax breaks for one source of energy oil companies. McCain would give $4 billion in new tax breaks to big oil. If you have different priorities, there's an alternative to John McCain. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Had a boy, Barack. You go, mate, baby. I almost said you go, boy, but if I say... Oh, no, no. no. Be a Male probation officer in Florida arrested in miniskirt and wig and fishnet stockings. Well, there's a lot of good crap today. Tons. I got lots of crap. George had lots of crap. He couldn't even leave the house this morning. Right. Almost made it out of the house. Multiple Joyce. 
A male probation officer in northwest Florida wearing a blonde wig, black miniskirt, fishnet stockings, and no shoes has been charged with driving under the influence and drug possession. Bay County Sheriff's officials say 44-year-old Ryder Laramore of Mariana was charged with DUI, possession of less than 20 grams of marijuana, possession of methamphetamine, and possession of drug paraphernalia Tuesday. He's the son of public defender Herman Laramore. Laramore is being represented by the Pubic Defender's Office. His attorney, Doug White, says it's still too early in the judicial process. It's unclear if Herman Laramore's office would defend his son. And two Florida middle school, school students charged with felonies for sodomizing a teammate with a McDonald's apple pie box. Wow, what's in the box? I still feel so bad that you can't get that um, anus burger. Oh, well. With bacon and cheddar? Maybe someday. It'll give me something to look someday, forward to. Someday, that's right. All you people in Florida, man, there's something to look forward to someday at Mickey D's. The big, juicy, delicious anus burger with bacon and cheddar, or without. We've got to get to that poll result. Oh, and we got way over 1,000 votes on there. Aren't you excited about that, Chris? You bet. I'm super excited. Two Sebastian River Middle School 8th graders have been charged with lewd and livious molestation for attempted sexual battery on a child in connection with an incident on a school bus while the school soccer team returned home from a game. Rodolfo Rodriguez, 14, and Jose Zamora, 15. No relation to George Rodriguez or Ronnie Zamora. Both of Felsmere, boy, they're saying Vazemere and Felsmere, were arrested at their home September 17. Scripps Treasure Coast newspapers, while customarily not naming juveniles accused of crimes, does name some juveniles depending on the seriousness of the crime, their age, aggravating circumcises, and other factors. The two eighth graders attempted to insert an apple pie box in a sixth grade teammate's rectum. Rectum? While others tried taking photos with cellular phones, according to an incident report released Tuesday. Now, did the box have a pie in it, or was it uh, Well, we'll get to it. All I right. don't know. This is important. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like Tom Thumb. He pulled out his thumb and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> a sixth grader told deputies Rodriguez and Zamora first tried to put a box in another sixth grader's bottom over his clothing, but did not insert it. It's kind of hard when they got their clothes on. The two students then turned another sixth grader uh, around the ba- in the back seat and pulled his pants and boxers down. One student held the sixth grader's face against the window of the bus while the blo- box was placed in his rectum, according to the report. Rectum. The report said the sixth grader was able to pull his boxers up, but the students then dragged him into the aisle of the bus and held his pants down. Other teammates tried to take pictures with their cell phones, according to the report. After the two students let go, the sixth grader grabbed the box and pulled it out of his ass. That says pulled it out of himself, but ass is so much more colorful. Sure. He told deputies he threw the box at Zamora, hitting him in the shoulder. Zamora threw the box back, hitting the student in the right eye. Student stated then started crying and vomited on the bus. While he was vomiting, Zamora said to him, You're not going to tell, right? After school and district officials heard about the incident, the school's principal, Eileen Shira, canceled the rest of the soccer team's season. Good, little nasty punks. Two adult employees on the bus at the time of the incident had been suspended with pay pending the outcome of a district investigation. The sixth grader told deputies he yelled at Rodriguez and Zamora to stop. However, everybody on the school bus was so loud that the coaches who were sitting in the front of the school bus couldn't hear him. Coaches were probably egg McMuffing him on. Oh, yeah. What do you think so? Those coaches, egg, you know. Egg PE teachers, we know about them. I'm pretty distributed about that. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The big dog. Thank God it wasn't a chocolate cream pie. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Beware of exploding balls. 
Joel, hurry up. We're ready for the audition. <coughs> I'll be done in a minute, Clarence. <coughs> Bite down, you muttonhead! No! <laughs> you don't book about Joel Feinboy like that! You better learn how to worship the privilege like the rest of us lemmings! Okay, I'm done. At least until my next bad day at the track. Attention, ladies. I asked you all here today to judge our finalists for the 790 WQAM auditions. Will our three finalists come out of the closet, please? Audition finalist number one. What is your name and what do you really do? <laughs> Hiya, pal. My name is the Fabulous Sports Bay. <laughs> I do a show that amounts to nothing. And I do it very badly. I got what you call a face for radio. And I don't belong there either. <laughs> mm, which is perfect for the way you run the station you've got here. Good night, everybody. Finalist number two. My name is Ugas uh, Belch. I used to sell peanuts at Shea Stadium. Finalist number three. My name is Larry Bluestein, and I like college and high school sports, because I enjoy talking about and chewing for someone's kid I don't personally know, because I get moist over young athletes that smell like bacon. Oh, I like you. You got a great voice. Do you have any experience in radio? Hmm? Well, I realized what a great voice I have when I sang in the shower. My mama told me so. Ladies, we have a winner. Okay, everybody, all together now. Sports is the only thing that matters. It's a 1032 at 560 WQM. I finally decided, I've been debating it for all the years we've been on this radio station, I finally decided that sports talk is the most ponderous, the most monotonous, the most boring swill in the history of radio. Oh, come on now, it's important. Or television. Just rehashing. Oh, and then that email I got yesterday about, well, I bet, bet you 90% of the uh, male audience uh, in your audience is uh, sports intensive, so you ought to mix some in. Remember that email? Sure. Mix some in. Yeah, mix this, okay? Go go t uh, on a date with Tom Mix, okay? He's got a, you know, a nice pistola. Maybe he'll blow your brains out if you can find him. Mix some in. 20 hours a day of the same swill isn't enough. Oh, well, the fish this and the fish that. Sounds all fishy to me. God. And the same. You, you know what it's like? It's, it's like the same thing with the... Uh, with the, with the news, the, the news channel. Right. And this crap about Rachel Maddow and all this. All she's doing is recycling this, some of the same talking heads that Oberman's been having on now for a year. Same people. And, and he, as much as I like him, he has these same ones on over and over. Eugene Robinson and then the guy with the real razor-thin face that was on again last night. The same people, and they're on for like two minutes. And uh, thank you so much, and uh, wonderful to have you. And, oh, thank you, Keith. You know, and it's Jesus. Drew Rosenstein and uh, Herb Kirk's Jerk Street and, uh, oh, my God. All these experts mouthing off uh, swill about, about garbage. No burger is complete without we have 1,061 votes. Boy, Chris is all, he is really, nice going, Brandon, good pull. Aren't you impressed, Chris? You know it. Tubby? Lard ass? No burger is complete without cheese, 281. I told you. Didn't I tell you cheese was going to win? That's what I voted. Hamburger. Who the hell wants a hamburger? Give me a cheeseburger. Give me a double cheeseburger at Mickey D's without the bun. A bun, 224. And then that one guy who said, oh, bun is going to obviously win by right. a landslide, which is what you want. 
what you want. Because, you know, when we take these polls, it's about what you want. Yeah, what I want. We get paid more. I'd like to take a, a hot apple pie from Mickey D's and shove it way up that guy's... Rectum? Yeah. Or maybe a chocolate cream pie from yeah, Denny's. that's what you want. One of those Mother Humper pies. Remember the Humper? <laughs> mm -hmm. One of those. Bun 224, ketchup 177, onions 105. I love onions. God, do I love onions. Mm -hmm. I don't eat burger 62. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. It's good stuff. You're missing out on some really tasty meat. Tomatoes 35, mouse turd 34, mayo 31, mayonnaise. Boy, you goyim just, just shocked the hell out of me. Bacon 28, pickles 27, mushrooms 12. I'm going to get me a, a magic flying carpet like uh, the fanatical Muslims do, you know? Is it just the fanatical Muslims or do all Muslims have those flying carpets? I, I don't know. I'll go I'm ask I'm going to go to Mickey D's and I'm going to lay my carpet right out there in front of the counter. I'm going to like a daven. I'm going to rock back and forth. I'm going to rock. Yeah. Mushrooms 12. I like it plain 11. Burger plain. That, that, that's like vanilla ice cream crowd. Boring. Boring burgers for boring people. Barbecue sauce, 10. Steak sauce, 7. Lettuce, 4. Feh. Last night, after I had a, a decent uh, afternoon at Woodbine, I went upstairs to the cafeteria. The cafeteria Santeria, because Wednesday night they have thoroughbred racing. And so they uh, they serve all the good stuff. When they don't have thoroughbred racing, they don't, uh, they, there are no burgers. They're just like weenies and pizza and stuff, you know, and macaroni and cheese. So I got me a, a cheeseburger, which they make very good cheeseburgers at Woodbine. And they put a big thing of uh, lettuce on it. I mean, like a whole head. And I just took it and I threw it away. And the burger was great. It had onions on it, you know, and stuff. I, threw, I took the lettuce off. Not, not because it's good for you, because it, it just gets in the way. You know what I mean by that? Yep. It gets in the way. A big thing, like a handful of lettuce. Take the yeah. lettuce and stick it in there with the apple pie. Lettuce for salsa for Peppers three, relish three, and honey mustard had none. I don't know where the hell that came from, honey mustard. Honey mustard is great on salads. You know who had a great honey mustard dressing? Houston's. Mm. Oh, God, do I love Houston's for their soups and their shallage. Oh, they had the best honey mustard. But on whoever heard of putting honey mustard on a booger? Nobody, evidently, because they didn't get any votes. Maybe somebody will vote for it before we change the poll. Now, what's your take on changing the poll? We're doing one about nepotism for tomorrow. Yeah. Do we want to change it this early, Chris? Sure, why not? We do? Yeah. You don't want to wait till we get 1,100 votes? we got 1,072. Let's be a maverick. <laughs> oh, let's see. David says, according to IMDb, all three actor hockey players, the Hanson brothers, are still alive. No, I wasn't talking about those Hansons, New York City Dave. I was talking about the make-believe singers, those retards. Even George knew that, right? Right. What? What is this? What? That? Oh, it's about the apple pie incident. Oh. No, I'm I'm changing the pool. 1,072 is more than enough. I mean, what what difference does it make if we get to 1,100? What do we get? A gold star and a purple jelly bean? Yeah. Who is the best example of nepotism? Here's what we have so far, and you can email some more choices. To Neil at neilrogers.com. Or you can just shout him out the window. We'll hear it. Sophia Coppola, Tori Spelling, Joaquin Phoenix, Chad Lowe, Robert Downey Jr., Kiefer Sutherland, George W. Bush, Nicolas Cage, Ashley Simpson, or Luke Russert. Well, obviously, everybody's going to vote for George W. Bush, so why should I vote for anybody else, right? Yeah, he's got both votes so far. Did you vote? Not yet. Oh. 
He's got the first two votes, including mine. W. Dow is up 186. The Nasdaq's up 33. And the S&P is up 19. Oh, happy day. Here comes the bunny, and there goes your money. And make really fun. Apple pie, pumpkin, or banana cream. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Florida sucks. Hanson, 1997. Hanson, 1998. Flash forward to Hanson, the year 2000. You want fries with that? <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, so somebody named John says our streaming is sputtering. I don't believe it. Okay. If our streaming was sputtering, I'd have heard it from Brandon. We'd be getting lots of emails about it. Am I right? Our streaming yeah. is, according to that one guy, is just sensational. That That's David right. guy. Setting the world on fire. It is hi-fi and Wi-Fi and uh, whatever. Right. It is. Fly in your eye. Well, there's always people that want to, like, uh, throw a apple pie in the uh, mix. You know, Ooh, always a fly and I. And pie. I really like pie. I, I like, uh, I'll tell you, I like banana cream pie and chocolate yeah. cream pie. I, I like, like those kind of pies. pies. You don't like key lime pie? I love key lime okay, pie. Okay, then. But like a small slice. I love okay. pecan pie, but a very small slice. Ooh, pecan, that's like really sweet. Mm hmm. Like a small slice. About dizzyingly. The size, of, size of your ass. Doug says, no burgers complete without the meat. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Great show, Neil. Listen to the to sports all day long, almost. So your show is one that brings me to reality with humor. Thank you very much. I listen to sport all day long, almost. Get some help, Doug. Fat Man After Dark says, please add. Oh, I got two more for the poll. Jamie Spears. Got it? Got it. And Jeremy Schapp. He's the son of uh, the late Dick Schapp. Dick Schapp was going to, like, uh, get a, his thumb fixed or some, some kind of a cosmetic surgery thing. And he uh, during the operation, he croaked. Dick Schaap. It says okay. he's the son of legendary sportscaster Dick Schaap. I wouldn't say that Dick Schaap was legendary, okay? Talk about getting carried away, fat man. But Jer and Jeremy Schaap is the guy that they used to make fun of, and they used to have on the phone, and uh, some guy that impersonated him on, uh, on the uh, worst team. Don't you remember that with Mifo? Mm-hmm. That was one of their characters was Jeremy Schaap. I don't know if it was the real one or the fake one, and don't really care because it's all boring as crap. But I listen to sport all day long, and... It is just shocking to me that there are people out there, and there aren't that many of them anymore. I'm not that sure that they ever were, you know. Want to hear about the game and uh, dissect it and rehash it and revisit it and, uh, and uh, give uh, meaningless opinions. I mean, opinions are like uh, a-holes, you know. Everybody's got one. Who cares? It's one thing to have an opinion about politics or something meaningful. That was up almost 200 points. And then to destroy and that's why the third commitment I'll make is working to erase the global primary education gap by 2015. Every child, every boy and every girl should have the ability to go to school to ensure that our nation does its part to meet this goal. And I think every boy and every girl on a school bus ought to have their own apple pie, don't you? That's right. And Brandon has got a good point here. He says, what about you fly pie? And That's apple right. pan dowdy. Remember, we looked that up one time. I don't want to do it again. Shoe fly pie and apple pan dowdy. What's that song? 
It's old. That's, really that's old. it. Shoe fly pie. But who does that? Who do Doris it? Day, I think. Dor- Doris Day does shoe fly pie? Oh, my God. Looking for it. I wonder if Rock Hudson knew about that. That Doris Day had oh, a Oh, I'm shoe sorry, fly. Dinah Shore. I misspoke. Dinah Shore. Now we're talking Fanny Roshore, who was Jewish. And put on that rednecky uh, actor, America, you know? See the USA in your Chevrolet. Jewess. That's the whole title, by the way. Nice talk. Thank you. Okay, that's enough of that. I'll say. I saw that show when she was on This Is Your Life with Ralph Edwards, and they, her real name was Fanny Rose Shore, and she was Jewish. But she was from the South, and she had that whole rednecky Yahoo drawl, you know, that phony. And she was just Mordecai, I mean mortified. Yeah. What was your favorite dinosaur song? See the USA. You won't have that because it's a it's, it's a, a commercial. Open. Well, it's an open to a show. Well, this is mine. That was up 210 points. I don't know what that is. Sure you do. No, I don't. Rob, just do. Yeah. Okay. Put them together, and what have you got? Squat. Here's the new poll. Who is the best example of nepotism? We got 36 votes on the new poll. Chris is really geared up for this one. That was up to. <laughs> Here's the new poll. Who is the best example of nepotism? We got 36 votes on the new poll. Chris is really geared up for this one. That was up 207. Trians on dial-up, uh, you know, catch-up. Brooke Hogan. Oh yeah. Thanks, Brandon. I want to change my vote. Brooke Hogan. I don't even know who that is. I know Hulk Good. Hogan. You're lucky. I know John Hogan, my friend Derek's least favorite driver. Let's do a harness racing pull on the uh, on the uh, email thing. Okay. You don't think that would be do a separate pull on the email? Yeah. Whoa! What? We just had a power outage. Are we still on the air? Let's find out. I'm, I'm not going to listen. I get paid by the word. I know. So I'm not talking for free until I, I play, find out. you know, Doris Day. Scratchy. Boy, that was scratchy. <clears throat> Remember those days when we had the mm-hmm. uh, scratchy records? Sure. That Felt would be better. one of the most heartbreaking things as a kid when you'd, like, accidentally put, knock the needle across the record with oh, yeah. a big gouge in it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, tick, 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 you know, like that. Uh-huh. Tick, tick. It had, like, a nervous tick. So are we on the air or what? Chris hasn't made it back yet. I presume. I think it was just something in here. Just an internal situation? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's because that guy uh, sent that caustic thing about our our um, streaming is sputtering. No, you cheapskate. Why don't you go steal some money and get you a good uh, connection for crying out loud? Dial up my ass. Who the hell <laughs> still does the number? dial up? Beachwood 45789. <laughs> yeah, we're good. As McCain suspends campaigning... Aid accidentally emails bailout talking points to the media. Oh, my God. As of Tuesday, McCain hadn't even read the bailout proposal, the one that he's uh, allegedly, oh, if they, don't, uh, if they don't come up with a solution by Friday, I'm bailing on the debate, we're suspending our campaign. They might as well just call off their campaign. They don't have a campaign. Senator McCain's campaign accidentally emailed a list of talking points to several media outlets yesterday amidst his announcement that he was suspending his campaign to focus on ongoing Wall Street bailout discussions, even though as of Tuesday he hadn't read the bailout proposal. 
I'm calling on the president to convene with a meeting with the leadership from both houses of Congress, including Senator Obama and myself. He said it's time for both parties to come together to solve this problem. According to McCain senior advisor Mark Salter, the campaign will suspend all ads and campaign events in addition to trying to postpone the planned debate tomorrow night with Senator Obama, who said, no way, Jose. And the uh, the debate uh, commission said, no way, Jose. And uh, everybody else says, no way. I think it would be funny if just uh, uh, Obama showed up alone. That's right. As of Tuesday afternoon, McCain hadn't even read the Wall Street bailout proposal now being reviewed by Congress. I haven't had a chance to see it in writing, he told WKYC's Tom Barris. I have to examine it. Somebody ought to examine you to see if you're still alive, you ridiculous old coot. The campaign talking points, a copy of which appears via Politico's CO, focus on bipartisanship with aims to push bailout legislation through by Monday. It's time for both parties to come together to solve this problem, one talking point reads. This is a time to put our country first. We must meet as Americans, not as Democrats or Republicans, and we must meet until this crisis is resolved and until we get all of that taxpayer money in the hands of the right parties. Good God Almighty. Oh, we can't let Sarah debate. Oh, my God, we can't let her out. They, they talk about talk about Clay Aiken coming out. You know, the, the space that he left open in the closet, yeah. she's in there now. Uh-oh, and the stream went down. When you had that, uh, according to Brandon, the stream went down. Oh, boy. Now we got a whole bunch of emails, which I'll get to during the break. I'm not going to try to read these. You know what I'm thinking I might do? What? Do I have enough room? No, I don't have enough. Uh, I could I could move some stuff around a little bit, but I don't want to because then I'll mess the cords all up. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of, like, moving the monitor to a different spot, like right in front of me there. Okay. As opposed to off of the side. Okay. Now, let me just try, let me try something. Because these boom mics, you know, they got long That's right. reach. Like that. Oh, Betty Smith wants to sell me some Viagra. Blow it out your ass, Betty. Get some uh, apple pies. Let's see. Add to the poll uh, John McCain, Naval Officer John McCain. Now, burger poll. Speaking of burgers, have you ever eaten at a restaurant called Red Robin? No. I keep seeing their commercials. They're supposedly a gourmet burger place. I went to their website. They have only one location in Florida. It's in Fort Myers. Menu looks encouraging, yummy, and different than other burger joints. Is it worth the trip from Fort Lauderdale? How the hell do I know? Love the new format. Stop the a-holes from sabotaging your time. Deb. You're my friend. Oh, Kenny Gramer says the streaming's okay. Thanks, Kenny. Chronic. Your stream is fine. Tell the guy to get a new computer in life, says Bill. Thanks, Bill. Is this supposed to be best example or worst? Asked Rick. The best example? You know what? God. Do I have to explain it to him? Yeah, it's still what works. Who's the classic example? The best example of nepotism. You understand what it means, schmuck. I think McCain is a wussy to run away from the debate, says Frank. Neil, I prefer to listen to sports. Joe Rose, big old man, which all day long while I'm working, and then listen to Rush Limbaugh. Oh, that's I guess that's your only choice. I like to say opinions are like a-holes. Everybody's got one, and they all stink, says Jonathan and Boca. Bring out your Joe so we can throw him in the pond. What? I don't know. Bring out your Joe so we can throw him in the pond. You know what they said? Nobody wants another Joe. That's what the guy with the glasses said in Godfather 3. Nobody wants another Joe. You're still on the air, says Larry. Okay, yeah, we know, Larry. I was listening online and crapped out, says Frankie. 
And stream, you crapped out twice about one minute before George announced it on the air. It's okay now, but thought you'd like to know, says Andrew. We crapped out on the, on the streaming. It was sputtering. You're sputtering. You're struggling and you're sputtering. And you know what? Who cares? So what's the story with Flea in that meeting they had? Are we going to get the still going on? Straight and, yeah. They're still in that. They're still holding that meet. Yeah. Start a little after ten. Oh my God. Are you are you schmitting me? All they do all day long is sit around, have meetings, and talk about crap that most of them have no idea what they're talking about. Right, you especially, Clarence. The best Clarence, via radio. Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Rock, rock solid. This is your brain. Any questions? Hello, I'm John McCain. You may have heard that I invented the Blackberry. Well, my friends, it's true. And I'm going to tell you how I did it. My tribe and I were camping in the hills of Kentucky, but we didn't call it that back then. Anyway, I was messing around, and I crossed a blueberry with a boysenberry, and the next thing you know, I got a blackberry. <coughs> What's that? It's coming from this little box. Hello? John? It's Sarah Palin. Sarah? Uh, how did you get into this funny little box, my friend? John? It's a Blackberry. It's a phone. Oh, did I invent this? Not really. But that's okay. It's time for your nap. Just let Sarah take care of this. Just like I'll take care of everything when we're in the White House, eh? Okie doke. <laughs> I'm Governor Sarah Palin, and I approved this message. I'll approve anything that gets me in the White House with this ancient geezer. <laughs> oh God! I can't wait for the Biden Palin debate. It's going to be—it's going to make everything else pale. I mean, if it ever happens, you know. Well, of course, we got to cancel it because you know there's a lot right. of emergencies going on, and I'm sure they'll generate some more. Speaking of emergencies, I may have to do a wild Joyce here momentarily. Really? Yeah. Well, I'll play some tunes. What do you mean, play some tunes? I'll spin some wax. Donna Shore. See the USA sure. in your Chevrolet. I'll take requests. See, one thing about the early days of television, the 50s, there were a lot of people who just happened to be in the right place at the right time because television was in its infancy. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's not that they were like great talents or very entertaining or, or great comedians or great singers. It's just that they happened to be in the right place at the right time. That's what life is pretty much. It's like it's like going to the uh, casino. Mm -hmm. It's like playing the schlots. Oh, and where's the where's the thing from the guy who says he misses the quarter schlot guy? I got to find this. Oh boy. I'll find it. I got a whole I got a pile. Oh, here it is. Oh, also for the poll, Michael Powell. FCC right. chairman, the unctuous Michael Powell, son That's of Colin right. Powell, a real a-hole if ever there was one. Just like his father, by the way. Sell out. Hold up that vial again so the world can see. That was a vile act, colon. Total sellout. He might vote for Obama, though, he said. Antonio says, hey, last night my wife was listening to Joyce Myers. Her words are beautiful and comforting. Who is Joyce Myers? Never heard of her. 
The problem is that I have, unfortunately, we don't live by the way God directs us, but by what is convenient to man at the appropriate moment. I do believe in the Almighty, but why is it that it never turns out the way God wants us to conduct ourselves? Now, I know that you do not believe in God, but I do. I only believe in... Neil, God! Why do you think humanity has turned against him? I think it all started when prayer was taken out of the school curriculum. Yeah, that must be it. It must be that dead bitch Madeline O'Hare. That must be it. P.S. George, I enjoy your interaction with your audience. Can't wait, Neil, to get sick to to hear your show exchanging thoughts and ideas with your audience. In your business, that's the way I believe it should be. P.S. Miss the quarter Schlotz guy. <laughs> Tony of West Kendall. I mean, talk about silly. Wow. Yeah. He wants to hear your thoughts and interactions with the audience. That's the way it yeah. should be. Take your calls and shove them right in there with a the quarter schlot, okay, Tony? Wreck them. Yeah, Mr. Quarter Schlotz guy. Idiot. Anybody who misses those calls needs needs to be exterminated immediately if not sooner, including many of those who were the callers. By the way, speaking of Red Robin, location in Fort Myers closed a few years ago, says uh, somebody, and it says it sucked anyway. Well, I thought the guy said he keeps seeing commercials for it. Oh, maybe nationally. Must be a national chain. Must be. You get it? I get it. Here's a joke. Do you dare me? Do you double dare me? Uh, I'm bracing myself. I double dare you to read this on the air, Rogers. Now, this is from one of our good uh, emailers, Ralph. Emails are pouring in today, by the way. And you were giving me yesterday, oh, I think this is all done. Two weeks That's and it's right. finished. That's right. It's all over. I miss your interaction with the callers. Mm-hmm. Hi. I'm your friend. Controversial program. George is gay. He wishes. Somebody's whistling in the hallway. A tune? What's what's that thing about whistling past the graveyard? Ever hear that expression? Yeah, I'm sure it's a superstitious kind of thing. Whistling past the graveyard. Ralph says a mother was working in the kitchen listening to her five-year-old son playing with his new electric train in the living room. She heard the train stop and her son saying, All you sons of bitches who want, get the hell off now because this is the last stop. And all you sons of bitches who are getting on, get your asses on the train because we're going down the tracks. The horrified mother went in and told her son, we don't use that kind of language in this house. I want you to go to your room and you're to stay there for two hours. When you come out, you may play with your train, but I want you to use nice language. Two hours later, the boy came out of the bedroom, resumed playing with his train. Soon the train stopped and the mother heard her son say, all passengers, please remember your things. Thank you and hope your trip was a pleasant one. We hope you'll ride with us again soon. She heard her little darling continue. For those of you just boarding, remember there's no smoking on the train. We hope you'll have a pleasant and relaxing journey with us today. As the mother began to smile, the child added, For those of you who are pissed off about the two-hour delay, please see the bitch in the kitchen. Excellent. That was Isn't that good. good? See, and you don't want me to do jokes. Uh, some I of them just, are going to be said good. proofread the nuts off. Nah, come on. It, it takes the fun out of it. Oh, it's <laughs> sure. That's one way of putting it. Oh, there's just a whole bunch of stuff. Palin protected from witchcraft. We saw that guy. That yeah. guy is scary. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Let's That's play right. The Witch Doctor by David Seville. You got it. Coming right up. It's on Liberty Records. David Seville and Patience and Prudence. They were on Liberty Records. What a memory. What a memory for it. it was like a kind of a... I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. Oh! I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor, he told me what to do. He said that... Okay. 
See, the world just isn't what it used to be, and that's because they don't write them like that anymore. Right, and we can still say those because we didn't ask. Oh, but if we asked, if, can we say those things? No, no way. Banned by Joyce. Yeah, we see national commercials all the time for Red Robin, Jack in the Box, and Sonic, of which they don't exist in South Florida. Sonic on the West Coast. No Hardee's. Do you ever see uh, spots for Hardee's? Nope. I don't either. Maybe they don't do TV. That Schroemberger, boy, I'm just dying for one of those. I'm dying from eating. Well, you, you heard it on the air yesterday. Paco mm -hmm. ordered uh, about $8 million worth of food in here yesterday, and I ate pizza and onion rings and all kinds of bad stuff. Ask me how my blood sugar is uh, this morning. How's your blood Don't sugar? Don't ask. Oh, okay. A grainy YouTube video surfaced yesterday showing Sarah Palin being blessed in her hometown church. It's on our website. The link to it, I'm pretty sure. It's one of the stories. At least, at least I sent it along to, uh, I want my $1,000, Cordis. Being blessed in her hometown church three years ago by a Kenyan pastor who prayed for protection from witchcraft as she prepared to seek higher office. I mean, talk about crazier than a bed bug. Everybody in America should be forced to watch that just before they watch the vice presidential debate, should it actually take place. I bet you uh, the night that they're going to have that VP debate that she comes down with like a hangnail or something. Oh, Sarah sure. couldn't be there because she had a hangnail. And she's uh, screwing her husband's ex-partner, by the way. Oh. The video shows Palin standing before Bishop Thomas Smoothie in the pulpit of Wasilla Assembly of God Church, holding her hands open as he asked Jesus Christ to keep her safe from every form of witchcraft. Come on, talk to God about this woman. We declare, save her from Satan, Muthi said, as two attendants placed their hands on Palin's shoulders. Make her way for my God. Bring finances her way, even for the campaign in the name of Jesus. Use her to turn this nation the other way around. Palin formally announced her bid for governor a few months later, October 2005. Palin doesn't say anything on this video and keeps her head bowed throughout the blessing. She was baptized at the church, stopped attending regular in 2002. She was busy getting laid by her husband's ex-partner. A spokesman for the McCain campaign declined to comment. A person who answered the phone at the Wasilla Church confirmed the video was from May 2005, but declined further comment, probably for embarrassment purposes. Palin was baptized Roman Catholic as a newborn. Well, she's all over the place. Pentecostals are conservative in their reading of the Bible. Unlike most other Christians, including most evangelicals, Pentecostals believe in baptism in the Holy Spirit, which can manifest itself through speaking in tongues. Like that. Yeah, that's it. Modern-day prophecy and faith healing, which includes the laying on of hands. Oh, I guarantee you, she's done lots of laying on of hands on lots of glands. Maria Camella, spokesman for the McCain-Palin campaign, said Palin attends different churches, does not consider herself... Pentecostal. Just crazy. Like that. And, and of course, a lot of uh, women in Africa have been uh, butchered sure. and burned at the stake. Oberman was talking about that last night, about all these uh, witches, women being uh, proclaimed as witches, and so they burn them and stuff. Stuff that went out like uh, way back in Salem here a couple hundred years ago. Salem. Yeah. No Winston. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. I used to smoke Newports when I was in college. I smoked uh, two, three packs a day. Isn't that embarrassing? Know? Newports. Okay. It was kind of a yeah, yeah, cigarette. Menthol, you know. When you say menthol, cigarettes, faggots are gay. 
Mm-hmm. I don't have an opinion on that. Well, that's because you're not a smoker. At least not Correct. cigarettes, anyway. Not faggots. 119 votes on the poll. Who's the best example of nepotism? In other words, who's got the least talent? The best example. It should be self-explanatory. Anybody with an IQ larger than their thumbnail should get it, which leaves a lot of you folks out. 121 votes. Chris is just quelling from that. You don't even know what that, that meant, means. Yeah. George W. Bush, 83, he's in a class by himself, thank God. I watched about two minutes of that last night. I promised myself I wouldn't watch it, but he was on there. He was a guest on the Rachel Maddow show. You know, she's got hands like a guy. She's got a lot of things like a guy, I think, like really? an Adam's apple. Does she apple. have a penis? She has an Adam's apple. I haven't, uh, you know, she's got that desk. I, I think seen. you should put some lipstick on that pig. You know, she was wearing some the other night. I forget when I was watching it. Was she? I took note. She was wearing Probably some makeup. Help. I think she heard you. Oh. I think she heard your commentary. Hey, Rachel, how about a little makeup? Makeup, <laughs> like Uncle Milty would say. Oh, makeup. Christ. Yeah. Now, she leaves me limp. She just keeps <laughs> rehashing. She keeps rehashing and recycling the same old Ober- Oberman guest, you know. George W. 83. Tori Spelling, 17. Luke Russert, 6. Sophia Coppola, 4. Brooke Hogan, 3. Michael Powell, 2. Chad Lowe's got a pair. Jeremy Schaap, one. Ashley Simpson, one. Nicholas Cage, one. Robert Downey Jr., one. Joe Marsh Jr., don't have any. Greatest harness racing driver in the world. Brian Sears, John Campbell, Dave Pallone, Ron Pierce, or Tim Tetrick. That's our email poll. We've got some harness racing people on there. I won't get any votes on it. Jamie Lynn Spears don't have any. Kiefer Sutherland and Joaquin Phoenix have none out of 121. You'll see. Oh, look at all the look at the emails are pouring in today. What is that all about? I told you this thing was taken off like Halava in uh, in Haifa. And you said, "Oh no, Neil, you're wrong." Or was it Clarence who said that? Well, you know what Jolly Joe says. Oh yeah, they, the audience wants to hear Neil's interaction with the callers. Yeah, with the callers. You know, both of them. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the DA Show. Weeknights from 8 to 11. Here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Yeah. One more, please. I'm waiting. Come on, Clarence. The sports leader. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. I thought Christianity was fairy tale. This religious thing was not for me. They held a big convention. Let me in for free. I had no idea what I was about to see. They were speaking in tongues. That made me a believer. It was kind of fun to speak it out of my mouth. Speak in tongues. They got me believing my tongue is weaving from side to side. The Lord will now embrace me I flap my tongue to the beat 
I'm going to read these two emails, and then you're going to wonder. No, you're not going to wonder. You're going to know why I wonder if there's any hope for the human race. And they're both from, okay. like, uh, regulars, including our good friend Zisco. When, okay. when you hear this, you're going to plot. All right. Don't know if you knew this. McCain wants the debate on Friday postponed because of the financial problems. He even canceled his appearance on Letterman in order to speed to the rescue on our, of our economy. But wait, he canceled with Letterman, then did an interview with Katie Couric. He wants his debate rescheduled for next Thursday when the VP debate was supposed to occur, thus postponing indefinitely the VP debate, possibly without being able to be rescheduled. They don't want the mad dog, Sarah Palin, to debate. Ha ha, writes Cisco. No, I don't, I don't know if I knew that. Didn't I talk about that for like about 85 hours today? Yeah, a little bit. And Anita, who's also a regular emailer, and I thought had an IQ larger than her thumbnail, she says, hello, Neil, my theory is this. If Obama falls for McCain's BS and postpones the Friday night debate, which he didn't fall for it, and they will, he will not postpone it, the GOP will then say there's not enough time for the three debates unless they eliminate the VP debate. Hopefully Obama will show up for the debate and McCain will have to join him. It's amazing how these people keep feeding back to me the things that I've just been saying on the air. Well, maybe they aren't listening today. Maybe they're busy. I think it's amazing how those people keep feeding back to you uh, things that you just said on the air. Yeah. Not that that's something new, but nevertheless. No. Tim in Miami says, the hockey mom isn't made available to the press. The Maverick won't be available for the debate tomorrow. I predict that McCain's efforts to bail out on the debate is the tipping point for this election. No wavering independent can consider voting for this turncoat, says Tim in Miami. And William in somewhere, Miami... Well, he, and actually, William's got a date and a borrowed number. How do you like that? All right. Must be a big shot. Like a, like a business guy, you know. Like monkey mm -hmm. business. I imagine. He says, John McBush, as for corruption, McCain's an expert. His actions cost the American taxpayer more than any other SNL failure of the 90s. Remember the savings and loan crisis? While McCain was instrumental in causing the largest loss suffered by the U.S. taxpayer in any, any one SNL failure. And he's got a link to a bunch of articles even from his hometown newspaper on the Keating Five. Also, let's not forget that George Herbert Walker Bush's son, Neil Bush, was a responsible party in the failure of the Silverado SNL Colorado. Of course, his daddy was president, so Neil escaped scrutiny. Neil, God! Neil Bush. Bailing out on a faithful wife who was injured, hiding the injury from McCain, and stuck by McCain when he was in prison, only to be dumped for a rich bimbo whose daddy is one of the largest Budweiser distributors in the country. McCain carried on the adulterous relationship with the first with the would-be first bimbo, while still married to his faithful crippled wife. Does the word a-hole cross your lips? It says it's all about character, and McCain has none. Oh, and by the way, war hero, not P-O-W, yes. You see, a war hero is not some dumbass who screwed up, got shot down, and lost a multi-million dollar airplane, and had his ass dragged to the Hanoi Hilton. That's a P-O-W, not a war hero, says William, who's pissed off and fired up. He's lobbing his grenades. Is what he says. So he says he's lobbing grenades. Mark says, "Boy, there's just uh, now it's getting to the point where it's almost unhandleable." You know what I mean? Which is good. You know what I mean? Yep. 
I telephoned the Dolphins organization prior to the season opener, Mark says, inquired about season tickets. I asked if there would be a religious exercise, an invocation before the start of each game. The answer was yes, and that it's a Dolphins tradition. I passed on the season tickets. Also, I would like your opinion. Tommy Rowe, underrated? <laughs> oh, it makes me dizzy just to think about it. Dizzy. And then he's got in parentheses, hooray for Hazel, Sheila, Crimson and Clover, which I'm sure is Tommy James and his Shondells. Yes. I mean, Tommy Rowe might have done a cover on that, but Crimson and Clover was a big hit for Tommy James and his Shondells. Jam up jelly tight. Oh, yeah, jam, jam it up. As in Rectum. apple pie. Last, my vote for the best one-hit wonder would be The Cheater by Bob Kubin and the Inman. Oh, come on. I mean, that was okay. That was the best one-hit wonder? We did that once upon a time. I ought to dig those polls out. You know, that was fun. You hated it. No, I, I saw on the news it's like one-hit wonder day or week or some crap like that. It is now? Yeah. One-hit wonder week? Something like that. I wonder, wonder, who, badodo, who... Who wrote the Book of Love? The Monotones. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you got that. You know it. One moment, please. Ow! I can only type so fast. You can only what? Type so fast. I wonder, oh. wonder who, 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 who wrote the Book of Love. That's enough. 156 uh, votes on our nepotism poll. Kerry says, Neil, like you, I find it hard to find a decent pizza in Toronto. Do believe I stumbled onto something halfway decent. Voted the number one pie in Toronto, a place called Vesuvio. Let me know if you like it. Call us with your order. <laughs> this is from Kerry from Mississauga. Oh, I see. I guess he just pasted that line on there. He don't work for them, I guess. Because he, uh, he's uh, with a, uh Ocean Air Consolidator. What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> last time I looked out the window, I didn't see any ocean. Once in a while, you see Lake Ontario, eh? Carrie. Carrie's in Mississauga. Poor baby. Sorry about that traffic on the QEW to Carrie. Well, the traffic here, the driving here is the world's worst, and the traffic as a result of it, probably. Is right in there. Jonathan in Boca is all apologetic. I don't even know what he's talking about. He says it was a Monty Python and Holy Grail reference. Sorry for the poor choice of movie. Should I stop emailing or just go F myself? Well, you can keep emailing, but you can still go F yourself with an apple pie. What is he referring to? I don't know. Oh, yesterday it was uh, Monty Python. Don't you remember the... Um, oh, that's what right. What was it? I like Chinese. No. No? No. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Let me know what you're talking about, Jonathan, and you can still go F yourself. If you're double-jointed like Ron Jeremy, you can do something else, too. Paul says, I saw at least three McCain campaign ads on TV this morning. What happened to the suspension of the campaign? Suspension of belief is what we're supposed to have. Suspension of belief that this doddering old fool and this hockey mom, this slut, this trailer trash slut from Alaska are planning on being in the White House. You've got to be schmitting me, and Bubba lets him go there and speak. That, that first email we had this morning, he was right about Bubba. Bubba, behind the scenes, he's trying to pull the, you, you know you know what I'm saying? Yep. He's still campaigning for a swillery for 2012. He wants that bitch out of the, out of the house in Chappaqua. 
Jay in Baltimore says the trailer for the new Oliver Stone movie, W, looks pretty good. Apparently, the movie is going to cover from Bush's younger days all the way up to the beginning of the Iraq War. The Bush years are too screwed up for one movie. The trailer is here if you want to take a puke at it. No, I, thanks anyway. First of all, it's Oliver Stone. Secondly, it's about W, so. Then he says, when I saw the president do a stupid speech, all I could think about was that idiot who called you those years ago thanking Bush for the low gas prices. What a schmitball that guy was. At that time, over 70% of the country supported the war. But day after day, you said it was Vietnam all over again. As always, you were right, and they were wrong. Says Jay in Baltimore. You go, Jay. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. The Mornings 5 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. You get a lot of big hearts. Neil Rogers on Sports Hole Radio WQAM. Soaring high into the clear blue yonder, wandered Crash McCain. A spoiled baby brat who incompetently crashed, no less than five jet planes. Crash McCain. American hero, fighter, pilot, maverick. As his motor skills would have it, he drives an automatic. He can't take a regular ship. Crash McCain, he made a lousy pilot. Crash McCain, has water on his brain. Crash McCain, is used to nose diving. Crash McCain, is good at flying plane. He wants to stay in Iraq. For a hundred years until our occupation is won. The theme of his campaign is country first, but they fail to say which one. John and Sarah can solve our foreign policy problems at the drop of a bomb. If this racist nation puts this dumbass in, then you can color a stun. Crash McCain, you don't want him driving. Crash McCain, this country in a ditch. Crash McCain, the worst pilot ever. Crash McCain, and the soccer mama bitch. Crash McCain, what a crappy pilot. Crash McCain, quite lazy augured in. Crash McCain, somehow he survived it. Crash McCain, that's not good news for us. What is it exactly that the VP does? <laughs> oh, maybe the VP's got a PP, you think? Maybe. Or maybe got to do a PP. It's 1132 at 560 WQM. We got the big O. Rock solid. up at 2 o'clock to digest and rehash and regurgitate all that important sports uh, crap. It's important, you know. Marlins are done. The Marlins. How many games they got left? About four or five? Four. Chris, four? Mm-hmm. I think they ought to do like McCain ought to do. Just, just forfeit the rest, you know? I think he ought to drop out. Okay. Would that be something if he came on today? Yeah. And made a breathless announcement? Of course, he's always breathless because he's old and doddering and dying. They just announced that he was dropping out. He just, you know, he sees the handwriting on the wall, like Daniel in the lion's den. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it Daniel who saw the handwriting on the wall? That was him. Yeah. More bubble mice. Just mm -hmm. like Jonah and the whale. Oh, my God. He was a whale of a guy, though, Jonah. And don't forget about Noah, drunken Noah and his ark. I won't. In Rochester, we had a um, chain of uh, hardware stores called Noah's Ark. 
If anybody ever asks you that, like on Jeopardy or something. Okay. It certainly pays to be Treasury Secretary if your former firm is a brokerage house, a new study says. Goldman Sachs Group, formerly run by Treasury, Treasury Secretary Henry Paulson and Morgan Stanley, stand to be among the biggest beneficiaries of the $700 billion U.S. bailout. Its benefits in its current form will largely be limited to investment banks and other banks that have aggressively written down the value of their holdings and have already recognized the attendant capital impairment. Jeffrey Rosenberg, Bank of America's head of credit strategy research, wrote in a report obtained by Bloomberg News. Paulson was head of Goldman Sachs Investment Banking Division from 1990 to 94. He later became chairman and CEO of Goldman and left his post to join the Bush administration. It's just a coincidence, by the way, that they're going to stand to benefit so much. You do understand that. Just like it's just a coincidence that Halliburton uh, stood to get all those uh, no-bid contracts in Iraq, of which your vice president, Dick Cheney, is the former uh, piece of crap. According to the study, the bailout benefits Paulson's former firm more because banks haven't had to write down as many troubled mortgage assets under accounting rules. That means that participating in the program would cause them to actually lose capital as opposed to investment banks, which stand to gain. Like Goldman Sachs, as in sack of crap. But nevertheless, Chuck says, I ate at a Red Robin for the first time when I lived in Texas. It was pretty good. Red Robin. Remember Robin Seymour in Detroit? No. Rock and Robin? Rock and Robin? I remember that. Robin Seymour. He was on, um, he was on WJBK and he was on uh, CKLW. Robin Seymour. Back in the day of personality radio in Detroit. Anyway, they have different types of toppings for their boogers, Red Robin, and have dinner-type fries. Well, what does that mean, dinner-type fries? I, I don't know. The only Florida location in Fort Myers I visited about four months ago, it's located in an outdoor-type shopping center. Well, that's interesting because he says visited four months ago, and the other guy said it's been out of business for years. Dun, 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 dun. I would recommend Red Robin, but only if you happen to be on the southwest coast. I don't think it's really worth the drive. You don't want to drive to go eat in a... Dive? Dive. Five Guys Burgers and Fries is a national chain that people should check out. Never heard of it. Never heard of Red Robin either, I don't think. I heard of Robin with the green tights. They have great burgers, and the French fries are cooked in peanut oil with their skins on. Oh, my God. I didn't know that fries had uh, foreskin. The fries at Five Guys remind me a lot of Wolves. Five Guys has got locations in Florida. Great show as always. Chuck, I'm currently using... Ubuntu, Linux, and Firefox 2.0. I'm surfing the Internet safely. Are you? I got Firefox. The new one is 3.0, isn't it? Yeah. I got that one. But uh, Ubuntu, Linux, what's that? Don't know. And he's got a link to it here. Ubuntu.com. Well, I'll take your word for it, Chuck. I'm doing just fine. What do you think of the Firefox? The new one? Yeah. I like the old one better. All right, so I won't upgrade no, 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 don't do it. Don't get suckered in. I'll tell you the thing I don't like about the new one, Firefox 3, is that the the URLs at the top, what do you call that? The history? The yeah. history. It's uh, more limited. I mean, it's bigger, and you can read it easier, which when you're going blind like I am, it's no problem. But um, it, just, it, it just doesn't hold. Oh, now look at that. Well, I, I just, wait a minute. What happened? I pressed escape a couple of times and a bunch of other stuff came up in there. Very strange. Really strange. But that's Firefox uh, 3. I'd stick with 2.0 if I were you. It's up to you. You like 2.0? Yeah, I have no problem with it. 
Oh, here's a great picture. It's uh, Sarah Palin and Bush in a skirt. He's morphed into Sarah Palin. <laughs> and then there's that one where she's got that sour look on her face. Yeah, yeah, I got to copy that, that too. You, you've seen that one? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to send this one along. And maybe Cordis will actually put it on there. I don't know. One moment, please. Let me. Oh, jeez, they just disappeared. What disappeared? Alan Anderson. That can't be the Alan Anderson who used to work at IOD 100 years ago. I sure hope not. I think that guy's dead. Oh, no, I want to forward these. Forward to. There we go. And maybe we'll put them on our website. Because, you know, our. Oh, and you know something? That guy that was uh, criticizing our website and who uh, designs websites and yada yada, he never sent me squat. Hmm. Remember that guy? Yeah. He never sent me squatsky. And that was like two nights ago. I'm going to send it to Yeah, right. Richard, uh, whatever his name was. A real dick. Never, he never sent nothing. Hmm. Dear Neil, I hope Adam says, I hope this doesn't piss you off too bad, but there's an irritating noise played about every minute in the background of your station. It sounds like an alarm or like the noise when you miss a cell phone call. What the F is it? I don't know, Adam. Adams, whatever your name. Oh, Big Brucey. It's on the Mandit Show also. Others I couldn't say because I don't listen to them. Listen to you since 82. Big Brucey and the Keys. Hey, Big Brucey. You fairy. I don't know. Do you know what it is? No. We don't know, and quite frankly, we don't care. Nothing we can do about it. Biggest names. A lot of noise, a lot of interference, a lot of... How'd that meeting come out, by the way, with the rejoins? Oh, they're still there. The biggest names, the best talent. It's the big dog, Joe Rose. Weekday morning, 7 to 10. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. I like naked guys. You fairy. Tom Brady's out. I want to win. You ain't tingling quite like Brady Quinn. Yay. He's a football player, dude. A solid wall of meat. The kind of guy that I want to do that's good enough to eat. I wonder if he'll go on a date. But there's no chance at all. So does that make me a sports queer if I want to see him grab the ball? Absolutely. Oh, baby, wow. Look at that kid. You ain't tingling quite like Grady Quinn. I've got a high-depth TV screen that helps me see his bones. I can do all I want to, but I ain't gonna ever get none. In school, okay, that's not so great, but I'm gushing over him madly, at least until he's 28. I'm Brady's out, I want some win. You ain't seen no man quite like Brady Quinn. Oh, baby, wow, look at that kid. You ain't seen no man quite like Brady Quinn. You fairy. Look at that. The Dow is up 227 points. Just relax. Don't worry. Everything's going to be just fine. Right? What? Or not. Are you eating already? You know it. Wow. I got a shrimp. What's this called? The shrimp what? Shrimp kiki. Hazen's has arrived with the food. And, of course, we got the uh, two-for-one deal. With portobello mushrooms. 50% off. Sun-dried tomatoes. In just 15 minutes. Great. 
Oh, my God. Sunday-eyed tomatoes. It's one of my favorites. Look at the great menu, too. French onion soup, potato mm. soup, spinach formaggio, salad, great appetizers. They had, like, a really good salad bar with, like, you know, good stuff like artichoke and things like that. Mm. Lots of great seafood, lobster ravioli, eggplant parmesan, or as Mr. Ego would say, eggplant parmesan. Yeah. Now, you got a steak. They got a 14-ounce ribeye. I think that's what uh, Chris is uh, eating, or Duff and Steph Marinated shared it. garlic, black peppercorn, and oil. I got so what I ordered red, specific. Red so. skin smashed potatoes. Oh, oh which are yeah. phenomenal, oh, awesome. by the way. Buttery Woo. and good. Man. With, like, garlic in it and stuff. Asparagus fritti. Rolled in Italian breadcrumbs and flash fried. Anyway, it's a great menu and it's a great restaurant. And you guys had a good meal there on Tuesday night. Fabulous. Yes, we did. And we got Phenomenal. the certificates coming up at noon in about 14 minutes on WQM.com. One man was arrested. At least four traffic accidents occurred yesterday in a rush to get free gas, said Fort Pierce Police Captain Greg Kirk. Captain Kirk. Famed steward attorney Willie Gary and local hip-hop R&B station X102.3 sponsored a free gas giveaway from 4 to 6 p.m. to the first 102 listeners who went to the Walmart gas station at 5100 Okeechobee Road, Kirk said. But more than 3,000 people showed up. We would have redirected traffic and had more officers there, that's for sure, Kirk said, if officials knew there was going to be such a turnout. What did they think there was going to be for free gas, huh? I got some free gas for you. No, thank you. From 30 to 40 cops and the St. Lucie County Sheriff's deputies were sent to the gas station to control the crowd and traffic, Kirk said. St. Lucie County Fire Rescue also responded as a precaution. During the giveaway, they charged Michael Truitt, 21, of Fort Pierce, with three counts of battery for hitting a woman in the back of the head and hitting police officers. Well, maybe she was, like, uh, cutting in line, cutting them off. You think? Maybe. Who the hell knows? Boy, you are such a Oh, pig. God. This is really bad. Mm-mm. It's really eating good. all this free food. Oh, on yeah. Here. Now, what are you eating? It's shrimp kiki. It's a shrimp and pasta dish made with, like, um, portobello mushrooms and sun-dried tomatoes. And I don't know what kind of herbs are in here. It's it's just wonderful. It's crazy. Mm. And I'm sitting here uh, thinking about lunch. We'll microwave you a weenie. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. Larry said, did you see the latest video of Palin being dewitched? Yes. Did you know that the anti-witch guy from Kenya is frowned upon over there? Innocent women and girls, never men, are they warlocks, have been killed and or mutilated, and uh, our fairly modern moose hunter is doing this. Yes, she is, our modern moose hunter. At least she won't be bothered by Joyce. Maybe you should try this treatment. Yeah, that's right. I could clean up my act. I'll start speaking in, in tongues. The whole thing is just so pathetic. Tragic. And, of course, tomorrow night's the big debate. Maybe. Yeah. Somebody had a good idea. If uh, McCain says he's not going to show up, then Obama should have them invite Bob Barr, the libertarian candidate, with the uh, Hitler mustache. You know, Bobby Barr from Georgia? Mm-hmm. That, that would, you know, I mean, why the hell not? At least there'd be a debate. At least there'd be uh, two folks to show up. And then they could show who's conspicuous by his absence, doddering old fool John McCain that he is, McBush. God, it's scary. Oh, yeah, McCain called the president to say that he would suspend his campaign. Well, event, we're not trying to make it a political event. I will go out of my way to say it again, that we want them to come here 
Yeah, right. You should live so long, honey. Gregory says, I saw McCain on the evening news Wednesday night. I think he had a stroke. His left eye was almost closed, and the other one was bugging out like Barbara Bush on a bad day. Oh, what's that bit? Which one? Barbara I think it's under Bush. Barbara. No. Her commentary or a bit? No, that bit about her bug eyes. What is wrong with you? Oh, oh. Marty Feldman That's eyes. That's it. Jesus, you, you're, forget it. Just eat. Good. It says if he kicks the bucket before Election Day, who would be the Republican candidate? If it's the primary runner-up, do they get to pick a different VP? Norma Kent says, for your edification. Oh, boy. Too bad I can't read it on the air. I'm going to forward it to you in a minute during the break. Okay. Somebody's been disbarred. The unmentionable one. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it says if it, the primary runner-up, do they get a pick? A I live near Seabing, Florida. Receive QM almost full quieting with only Fidel in the background. Better than in Sunrise. Good luck to you, Gregory. At least somebody can hear us. Because Brandon says the Spanish language interference from Fidel is so bad today, it sounds like you're in an elevator in, in, in uh, Miami. They're all speaking. Incredible. No, no speaking English. Pick it a pony, pick it a pony. Maybe that'll get us some extra numbers, you think? Why not? We'll do the show, uh, you know, in English and Spanish, like Kipasa. Yeah. Bisexual and bilingual. See. Si. Officials at a U.S. Christian college have launched an investigation after a cardboard effigy of Democratic presidential candidate Barack Obama was hung from a tree. A statement said yesterday, did you hear this? At a U.S. Christian college. Okay. George Fox University in Newburgh, Oregon, said in a statement on its website that the cutout of Obama was found hanging from a tree on campus early Tuesday morning before being removed by staff. A sign reading Act 6 Reject was taped to the cutout. Act 6 is a scholarship program run by the college granted to 10 student leaders from urban Portland. Most of the students currently benefiting from the program are ethnic minorities, the statement said. George Fox University President Robin Baker was to address the college's 1,800-strong undergraduate body later yesterday. We will not tolerate such displays and condemn it in the strongest terms, he said in a statement. The people responsible for the incident haven't been identified, the statement said, but authorities have urged anyone with information to come forward. U.S. Christian College, George Fox University in Newburgh, Oregon. Oh, my God. So many Farbissinagoyim. A 28-year-old Russian female who visited Dubai on a tourist visa and a 30-year-old male citizen of Lebanon, a salesman in a local store, were put on trial for drinking juice in a public place in the daytime during, a Muslim, during Muslim fasting in Dubai. Doobie, 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 Dubai. They have the big horse race over there in Dubai, right? Right. Did I get any emails about my uh, harness drivers? No. no. Let me see. It's because old people don't do email. Just ask uh, McCain. It's so telling those who think Palin is a total nutcase because of religious practices think it's perfectly fine. Oh, I see. Oh. This is an anti-Obama. Now, I don't read anti-Obama emails. Yeah, okay. Who's this from? Harry. Get some help, Harry. Yeah, she is a nutcase. But nevertheless, I hope you and Sarah have a wonderful time together, Harry. Anyway, getting back to the um, juice. The police caught the two people red-handed at a gas station in Dubai. Emirate.ru reports with reference to Gulf News. 
In accordance with the Federal Penal Code of the United Arab Emirates, a public intake of food and beverages during daytime hours of the month of Ramadan is forbidden by Article 313. And you're eating right now, right, during Ramadan? You're going to burn in hell for sure. I already got reservations. Yeah, I guarantee. I got mm-hmm. some reservations about you. I'm sure. The article stipulates the punishment in the form of either a monetary penalty, up to 2,000 dirhams, which is 555 bucks, even a term of up to a month in prison, because they were drinking juice. The young people told the court they were not Muslims and were thus unaware of the fact that their actions could be punishable. The court took the mitigating circumstances into consideration, but found the defendants guilty anyhow, since ignorance uh, does not excuse uh, responsibility. The court ruled that the young people must pay the fine of a thousand dirhams, two hundred and seventy-eight bucks each. The case became the first one since Dubai in Dubai in violation of Article three thirteen since the beginning of the month of Ramadan on September one. Thank God the month is almost over. Thousands of foreigners from Europe and Asia reside in the Emirate of Dubai, the major tourist center of the Persian Gulf. Dubai is known as a relatively liberal region in comparison with other territories of the UAE. Tourists can be seen in the streets wearing shorts, whereas alcoholic beverages can often be available in bars and hotels, but certainly not in the middle of broad daylight during Ramadan. Man. This year, however, the authorities intend to remind all residents and guests of the Emirate that they're staying on the territory of a Muslim country. There have been quite a number of incidents recently when the local police in plain clothes arrested women sunbathing topless, nudists, and other violators of public order. Many tourists acknowledge they don't always understand how they should behave in Dubai. I, I got a good idea. Don't go there. Guidebooks advise tourists they should always carry their IDs or better their copies with them for the majority of police officers wear plain clothes and can be rather meticulous in their inspections. In other words, a bunch of card-carrying Nazis. Kind of like uh, George Bush. Mm-hmm. Same concept. Bush Cheney. Can you tell me why, other than the fact that he's an a-hole, why... Uh, Chris Matthews says, Cheney. I don't know. I think you had it right. Because he's a-hole. Oh. Well, he loves his politics, though. He can't get enough politics fix. Four minutes till noon. Four minutes until we open up WQM.com, our two-for-one deal. Starting today at noon, you can buy $50 certificates for just 25 bucks to the brand-new Paisons Restaurant and Bar in Coral Springs, formerly Onyx. Paisons is now doing their grand opening and to rave reviews, including by George and Chris, who are just feasting right now. <coughs> What's Chris eating? Having a, it's called chicken triple, the maestro. And? Very good. Chicken francais, chicken malaise, and chicken scallopini. I'll be damned. Very good. Paisons offers great dining value with sensational food. They feature only Harris Ranch organic beef. Be sure to try their 8-ounce filet. It is tender and scrumptious. It melts in your mouth. Or their 14-ounce ribeye marinated in garlic. Black peppercorn and oil. Especially is the prime rib, the big al cut, a full 16 ounces, slow roasted for six hours, and perfect every time. Seafood lovers feast on their fabulous fresh catch items like cedar plank smoked salmon or sea bass wellington. It's the all-new Paisons Restaurant and Bar, formerly Onyx, 3111 North University Drive, just a block south of Sample Road in Coral Springs. For reservations, call 954-510-7400. And now, thanks to me, in about three minutes, you can buy $50 certificates at half price, just 25 bucks. Just uh, make sure sure you get to WQAM.com and hurry, because once they're gone, they're gone. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. Why? 
You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. He was an ordinary Saudi down on his luck until a twist of fate endowed him with all the powers of Allah. It's the feel-good hit of the summer. Ahmed Almighty. I mean, I be praised. Ha, I can do anything. It's funny. I woke up this morning, and I swear my boobs felt bigger. It is true. Now, cover them up or face the wrath of me. <laughs> From the director of Infidel Liar, Infidel Liar, comes a movie that will have you bowing seven times a day toward the box office. It's Ahmed Almighty. <laughs> oh, Sam, you filthy dog. Do not be peeing on sofa. Pee on floor like the rest. Ahmed Almighty, it's Allah you could ask of a movie comedy. Ahmed, it's Allah. You've had my powers for a little over a week now. How many people have you held? Um, uh, well, uh, nobody. Perfect. <laughs> Ahmed Almighty, now flying into a movie theater near you. Come on at 560 WQM. We got uh, 88 left out of the 100 certificates for uh, Paisons. We got 88 left. Yep. Well, that's not good. That's a slow start. Yeah. For a place that that's great with all those uh, good seafood and steaks and soups and salads and good, great stuff. 88 left. I'm going to put uh, Fatso there in charge of uh, keeping his eye on that. Okay. You're in charge. All righty. 237 votes on the poll. Who's the best example of nepotism? Kiefer Sutherland and Joaquin Phoenix don't have any. Why is that? Are they great actors? Kiefer Sutherland just gives me... I get spilkies yeah. when I see him. And when I see his daddy, I get even... Oh, I get... Agita. Donald Sutherland. Thigna. Yeah. Thigna whole plan. The Thigna plan, yeah. Thigna. Yep. George W. Bush, 160 votes. Kicking everybody's ass. Tory Spelling, 29. Sofia Coppola, 14. Luke Russert, 11. Brooke Hogan, 8. Michael Powell, 4. Jamie Lynn Spears, 2. Jeremy Schapp, 2. Ashley Simpson, 2. Nicholas Cage has got a pair. Chad Lowe has got a small pair. Robert Downey Jr., 1. And none for Kiefer Sutherland or Joaquin Phoenix. Sure missed that River, Pena, River Phoenix. How are we doing with those certificates, Chris? 88 still? Chris? Yeah. I'm yelling at a salesman right now, so. You're what? Yelling 80, at a salesman. 88 right left. Was 88. You're yelling at a salesman? Yeah. Speaking of yelling at somebody, where's Flea with the report on the rejoins? I believe they're still in that meeting. Get out of here. It's <laughs> afternoon for well, Christ's sake. Well, it started a little, probably about 10 You believe they're still in Hold that on, meeting? Hold on. about 10 Meet my ass. And when with I went what? to, uh, during one of our breaks, I saw um, Hank Guerrero, and he said he just stepped out because he had to go to the bathroom, and he thinks it's probably going to be about a three-hour meeting today. Now, what kind of a meeting is this? Who 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 is involved in this? Anybody who has something to do with promotions, people who probably don't need to be in there. You know, whoever just wants to go hang out for three hours. And they talk about the game. You know, the Dolphins won this weekend. Here's an email that says, Hey, Neil, the other day you made light of someone's request for national support for a particular congressional candidate. Actually, it was a senatorial candidate in Minnesota, and it was Al Franken. 
This short plea by Daniel Ellsberg is a good example of how and why people, including you, should sometimes contribute to and support key progressives in districts other than their own, especially when the candidate in question is a longtime personal favorite and is being targeted for defeat by the fascist plutocrats. Bob Wexler. Bob Wexler isn't going to get beat, okay? Just relax. Calm down. Send him a whole bunch of money. He's great. He's one of my favorites, too. Bobby Wexler is not going to get defeated. And it's got a long, long letter from Daniel Ellsberg, of all people. Donate today to help keep Robert Wexler in Congress. You think Bobby Wexler's got any chance of losing? You think that the right-wing plutocrats are going to... You think Pluto's going to get him out of there? I don't think so. Maybe Uranus and will. And don't be giving me no lecture about Al Franken. <laughs> no, thank God. Yeah. Be an excellent Give me a break. Uh, statesman. How about, what's her name, Rachel Maddow for president? She's a happy guy. At least to get her off TV anyway. Oh, you're up. I can't believe you're, pu you're putting down Rachel. She's so wonderful. Yeah. She's manly. Yeah. And she's just recycling. Why don't they just why don't they have Olbermann on from like 8 till midnight and then replay it from midnight till 4 in the morning? Why not do that? All right. He's the only he's the only thing they got. He he's MSNBC. He's that's it. And I'll tell you who really got screwed big time. Big time. Lester Holt. And you still don't know who that is, do you? Nope. nope. Get out of here. Lester Holt is a great newsreader, man. He should be on the uh, damn NBC Nightly News, not Brian Williams. Lester Holt. He's well, he's a black guy, you know, but he's light complected. He's very articulate. He's got a great ballsy voice. Does he? You've seen Lester Holt. Why did every time I mention him, you act like uh, some kind of a Dumbo? Okay. You don't know who that is? Nope. I'm checking up on here because if we still have 88 certificates left, I'm going to be really. I'm 85. Be 85. Well, you're not giving me no updates. 81 now. And you know something? What? Part of the problem is this damn QAM.com. Yeah, you got to slide that... down a little bit. Huh? Yeah, you got to kind of scroll down until it's out of the way. Yeah, because there's this drop-down ad that keeps uh, covering up the whole left side. You know something, Josh Cordes? I'm going to, between you and Clarence, anybody in that building named Josh is going to get it. 81. That would be Sweet. more of the sales guys doing that than Cordes. I don't give a crap who it is. He's the one that puts it together. Stick that drop-down thing where the moon don't shine. Put it in the middle. Put it in Uranus. Always has to be covering up my face on there and what we're trying to do on this show. Whatever we try to do, they diddle with it. They, that's probably what the meeting is all about. That's right. How can we stick it to those bastards who are on between 10 and 2? They say all that crap about us. It's all true. Aaron Gupta. I wonder if, I wonder if Arun is akin to uh, Dr. Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Gupta. You know Dr. Gupta? Yes. He pooped her. Was yeah. enraged as he learned the details of Treasury Secretary Paulson's plan to fix the U.S. banking system with $700 billion in taxpayer funds. The 43-year-old copy editor and freelance journalist who publishes his own alternative newspaper, The Independent, needed to channel his angst, but couldn't find a live protest to attend. So on September 22th, he sent an email to some politically active friends in New York. Within days, they planned to protest against the bailout in New York and at 80 other state locations in the U.S. on September 25, which is today. I couldn't sit back while this plan gets rammed through Congress, says Gupta. We live in a digital world, but change has to happen in an analog world. We married... The two, the Internet helped us organize like wildfire. I see. We married the two. It was written very poorly. 
Gupta, now working with the online organization TrueMajority.org, says he expects hundreds, possibly a thousand protesters to converge at a protest near Wall Street. Protesters plan to build a pile of citizen junk that the government should also purchase in front of the iconic bull sculpture. We haven't seen it on TV. They got some blonde bimbo there on CNN standing in front of the, uh, somewhere. Much of the populist outrage against the bailout is building on the internets in blog posts and websites. And not all the posts are created by left-wingers like Gupta. The Internet is now swirling with petitions, debates bordering on rants, and biting satire about Paulson's plan and its potential consequences. The calls to arms come from across the political spectrum, from right-wing enemies of taxes to libertarians and left-wing progressives. They demand that Congress amend, scale back, or scrap the plan altogether. The anger fueled much of the political theater in Washington this week. Yet Democrat and Republican lawmakers are working behind the scenes to put together that deal with Paulson and the Bush administration. They got to get that thing put together or our old fuddy-duddy don't want to show up for the debate tomorrow night. So they can cancel the VP debate and get Sarah off the hook for old time's sake. So transparent. It's like looking through a pane of glass. It's a pain in the ass like looking through a pane of glass. 79. 79 left. We sold 21. For a really great restaurant, Payson's. The food is sensational. They have yeah, PJs, uh, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Used right. to be Onyx, okay, for those people who aren't Good familiar music. with it, because it's fairly new. And a lot of the people out there, if it's fairly new, oh, jeez, I don't know. Well, guess what? It's great. Mm. It's a big place, too. But it'll take some time. we got got 100 of them to sell. we got 79 mm -hmm. left. Right. On WQM.com. Vinny says, first-time emailer, very long-time listener. How's this for your for a poll? Who makes you switch dials faster or shut off altogether? Dr. Phil, Jim Rome, Oprah, Rush Limbaugh, Geldy, the Mole Man. Vinny and Boca says the above all make my skin crawl. Even Geldy. He'll be on this afternoon after the uh, big O. I'm sure your listeners can add to this list of horrors. Thanks for the years of laughter. I almost crashed my car laughing yesterday when you asked who was worse, Joe Bell or Greg Reed, and then you kept hitting the different laugh buttons forever. Great bit. It's no laughing matter, Vinny. I'll tell you that right now. It's no laughing matter. It's enough to make a grown man cry. And we still can't get any, uh, you know, feedback because your buddy there, Flea, he's too busy sending me stuff about uh, crap, you know. Oh, Charlie Crist with his limp wrist Yay. is going to, yeah. Oh, hey, the uh, promotions meeting's over. Maybe we can get yeah. a spy report from Josh Cordes. Josh Cordes came in there looking for his check again. Is that it? I thought I think he came in here looking for some free food, but oh, while he's here, let's, yeah, he's uh, always he's always snoring around. He could he could give us a report about that meeting, can't you, Josh? Yeah. Let's hear it. Don't you sit your ace, Dean? What do you want to know, man? Whatever happened in our promotions meeting? Yeah, did anybody yeah. bring up anything about like rejoins or something? Rejoins? Our rejoins up here? No. Nope. If you tell me that <laughs> Flea, no, seriously, if you tell me that Flea. Didn't bring up the thing about the rejoins, which that was his claim to fame. He was going to be the one to have the balls to bring it up about why don't Clarence do something to standardize the rejoins so we know what the hell's going on. Uh, he, he didn't do it is what you're saying? Um, that's what I'm saying. But I don't, sorry if I'm throwing Lee under the bus, but yeah, that wasn't brought up. Don't be sorry. Listen, can't anybody in that freaking station <laughs> just give a straight, honest answer without, oh, well, I'm sorry if I'm doing this and I, I don't just know said if I should it. say were that. You there, uh, were you there for the whole meeting? Yes, I was. All right, then. Hey, management doesn't uh, watch out for us, so we got to watch out for each other. Word up. Word now, here up comes, your ass. Here, here comes, comes Lee. Here comes oh, here Lee. comes Lee. Yeah. Right. Sweet. Let's hear it, Flea. 
Yeah, that was, was a that was a separate conversation that I had and got shut down on quickly. What, what do you mean by that? That means uh, uh, programming is none of my business. I'm the promotions director. That's what you were told. Yeah, basically. Programming is none of your business. That's right. I knew you. Uh, Who told that. you that, Clarence? Yeah. Notice the long pause there. Oh, he was what off a mic. Bunch yeah, of walk wusses, back to the mic. man. Meh, meh. Clarence told me not to say anything. Meh. Biggest names. The best. Wussy. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog. Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. This station stands for nothing. Clarence? Ho, 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 ho. Hi, Joe. Say, uh, you know, I've been meaning to talk to you about a little problem we have here at the station. What's that? Uh, if we keep doing this sports thing, uh, we're not going to have a station. <laughs> Do you have any idea how many backs I've had to stab to succeed in a career I know nothing about? Sports is my life, and it's not important to me what the audience wants. Okay, okay. Ho, ho, ho. Listen, if there's anything I can't do for you, don't hesitate not to ask me. Fine. I know what I'm doing. What I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to continue programming this station for me and my boyfriends. I'm going to call Joel. <laughs> Joel Feinberg. Hi, Joel. What you doing? Hi, Clarence. Glad you're out of jail. And find any new boyfriends in the tombs? Wasn't in that long. I'm rich, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Say, how about some Fantasy Fest football tonight? <laughs> oh. 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 You there? Yeah. Okay. No, I just I just put a weenie in the, uh, no, the new canoe. No, no, good. And all of a sudden I hear the sounds of silence. That bit was too short. <sighs> I'll say. So flea. I mean, we give him we give him some brownie points for at least making the effort, right? Right. At least he had the balls to bring it up. I mean, first of all, and he got put in his place by a little pipsqueak named Clarence. The, this is uh, programming. You stick to promotions. This has got nothing to do with promotions. This is programming. Mind your beeswax. Yeah. See, at least he didn't get laughed at like I always do whenever I try to bring something up. Yeah. I'm done. And? Nothing. You know, stay cool this football season. Yada, yada, yada. Every time I try to go to that uh, thing there, it's all over my puss. Mm-hmm. And where, where, where did Cordis go? We've got 70. We sold 30 certificates. We've got 70 left for Paisons. He's having some food. Well, tell him in the middle while he's having his food that his website is a piece of turd. Your website's a piece of turd, Cordis. He said thank you. I'm going to go get my uh, weenie. 68. God. <laughs> he said all the ads pay his salary, so he, uh, he loves them. Hmm. What? 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 All the ads pay his salary? Yeah. Well, good. Then I'm not going to worry about that check. Then fine. Whoa, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I was thinking of sending it out today, but you know something? Now that I see that you screwed us again on Thursday. We only do this one day a week. 
And some weeks uh, the sales department can't even sell no restaurant like next week. So uh, we some weeks we don't do it at all. So it's just once in a, in a blue moon that we need access to that QAM.com. And you keep, uh, you know, you guys keep putting stuff on there. Uh, usually it's Danny Boy. He said Danny it Boy. This and Danny Boy. That, and whatever Danny Boy does, he takes precedence over us. Yeah, he said it's not, that wasn't his decision to put it there. Well, it sucks. And he, he tried to fight to have it moved over, but they yeah. rolled him. Bull crap. He says he loves you. He said that after I mentioned a check. I'm having some. French's mouse turd on my wiener. Is and it honey mustard? No, not honey mustard. Not not honey. Not mustard honey? Yeah. Bob in California says, can't listen to work but catch the archives every night. Checking out your poll, how about that hack Jim Belushi living off his brother's career? I'll go along with that. Jim Belushi and Jerry Van Dyke, somebody said. Speaking of uh, Rachel Maddow. Okay. Speaking of Dyke with God, man's hands. Oh, quit picking on poor Rachel. No, I'll, I'll pick on whoever I want to pick on. How do you like that? Like that like that child. Quit picking on Sarah. Pete and Boca says, I, I shouldn't be uh, reading these with my mouth full. Whatever. What? Wouldn't be the first time. How many we got left? 68? Correct. We'll, we'll get them. We'll get her done. Maybe it might take through tomorrow, but we'll get them done. And if not, like I always say on these certificates, it's it's not like you're doing us a favor. We're doing you the favor, especially during these really, really tough economic times. And you can buy up to five of them, by the way. Right? Yep. Yep. No, we're doing you. We're doing you a favor, Neil. We're doing you a favor. Yeah, okay. Don't do me any favors. Peter from Boca says I find the timing of this economic meltdown a little suspicious. Makes me wonder if this whole mess wasn't part of a bigger plan. I really believe there are people tied to the bushes and the power elite that must be thinking they're about to get away with the biggest heist in history. A little too coincidental that the oil prices explode a few months before Bush leaves office. A little too uh, coincidental the housing bubble bursts. And all of a sudden, Bush gets on TV and begs for close to a trillion dollars. Hmm. Just like the trillion dollars that he peed away in Iraq. Besides the billions that Bush and his friends will make from the war and increased oil prices, now they're going to empty the uh, treasury right before Bush heads off to Crawford. Neil, I'm not much for conspiracies, but this is really starting to stink, he says. This administration has no fear of being exposed or prosecuted. They've gotten away with so much without any repercussions time and time again. So why um, not take it all? Just take it all. Now, and speaking of taking money, he says, uh, one thing I've learned from you, Americans are dumb as dirt, and uh, they're paying for their stupidity. That's right, Pete. Now, this morning I got an email. I'm not going to say who it was from, because you told me, oh, don't do it. It would be very bad. Hey, whatever. No. Okay. But it was a request for a loan of $4,000 from somebody I don't even know. Yeah. What? No, that's a new thing. That's a new one on me. I mean, the bank in Nigeria, you know, that's one thing. I don't know those people either, but they're asking me for money. Well, he's actually called uh, a couple months ago asking for you, George. Did he now? Yeah, but you were already gone. Oh. And he, he wanted to ask mm. if you had some money to lend him. 
Are you serious? <laughs> I, I swear to you. And I just told <laughs> that no. Uh, we don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Actually, I think he called. I'm choking on a mushroom. Twice in three weeks, I think. Oh god. I kept putting him off. If I'm like, nah, dude, it's, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, the really funny part was after I said that you didn't have any money you could lend him, he's like, oh, well, do you? I'm like, nah, brother, I'm sorry, I don't. I'm like, I definitely don't, trust me. <laughs> Let it go, I'm eating my weenie. <laughs> Two more bites. So don't feel bad, Neil. Don't feel special. Apparently he's asking everybody. <laughs> really interesting that your reaction when it was you is a lot different than when I told you. Oh, it it's me. funny because I don't have any money, you see. So you do. It's just sad that people with a lot of money, uh, you know, beggars, they attract beggars. People with a lot of money attract people, you I'm know. I'm going to go put my mustard away while I think about how whatever sure. place this is. How much you can give them? So it's not funny. It's just sad when people, when bums, you know beg from rich people. I mean, that's who you would beg money off of, is somebody that has some. That ain't funny. It's just sad and pathetic. Yes. But to ask you for me <laughs> or me. Yep. Yeah, it literally, because he had called yeah. one day. It was like 2.30 in the afternoon. And I'm like, alright, who's calling here? So I pick up. He's like, oh. oh. Take it or leave it. Yeah, take it or leave it. I really do like Bob McGowan. He's a great broadcaster, but the stuff he talks about is so terminally boring, I can't watch it no more. 66. Remember I told you that off the air? Every time I turn it on, mm -hmm. they're talking about golf. Ryder Cup and uh, uh, this one and that one. Who's the, who's the Canadian golfer? Mike Weir, is that in? I have no idea. I, I, I'm sorry. I just It's just ponderous, man. It's boring. But what about the Canes, baby? The Canes. And Butch Divas. Butch Divas. That, that Yahoo Butch Divas, he's in town now. And their starting quarterback is injured. Am I right, Chris? They're like a little girls team now that they got no quarterback? Oh, that I have no idea. Maybe they can borrow Matt Castle from the Pats. Now, if you were the Patriots, wouldn't you go out and get another quarterback? I would have tried to, yeah. When you go out and sign like a real quarterback? Talk to uh, Tampa Bay. they got a couple there. Who? Tampa Bay. How about uh, John Beck? Rhymes with Drek. Well, I don't know if he'd be an uh, upgrade from Matt Castle. Matt Castle, he sure looks pretty good. But he can't play worth a schmuck. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the DA Show. Weeknights from 8 to 11. Here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Yeah. The sports leader. Neil. God. Fellow citizens. I have a message for you. I can't stand John McCain.
32 at 560. Another email from somebody wondering, has McCain suffered a stroke? None. Has he slurred? Like cancel the debate. He sure didn't cancel his speech there in front of that um, Bubba group this morning with all those Bubba Mices. Mm -hmm. Cornell says, it's amazing how you and George can hit it on the head every day of the week. Did you know we get hit on the head every day of the week? I do. I feel like it. Oh. Maybe that's why I sprouted that uh, floater. Oh, don't bother me that much, no more. I'm getting used to it. I wanted to let you know that I get uh, to hang around a few young people, 20s and 30s, who are energized by this election. Where they used to talk about nothing but women, sports, motorcycles, now they're talking about this election. They actually text each other with, did you hear what Neil was saying today, or are you watching MSNBC? It makes my day that you're getting through to them. I'm turning them out of the Neil Rogers show slowly but surely. Yeah, just like uh, Jolly Joe Bell. He's expanding our audience slowly but surely. Very slowly and not very surely. Dimwit. Get Jolly Joe off his ass. Have, have him send some of them rating diaries to the fellows in the hood, says Cornell. He says, Joyce Jolly Joe and go Obama go. And what do you know? Thanks, Cornell. What do you think? You think that the McCain had a stroke? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's one from, uh, oh, th this is, this just, uh, this whole email makes me want to cry. In fact, people generally, a lot of them make me want to cry, so many of them. What's that, um, speaking of that bit I just played, what's that play, Jersey Boys, about the Four Seasons? Okay. okay. Is that just here, or is that uh, on Broadway, or what? what is that? I don't know. <clears throat> Jersey Boys. It's about the Four Seasons in Frankie Valley. What, what was that song that that last parody was? Oh, uh, Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. Oh, Uptown Girl. Yeah, that was. What does that got to do with the Four Seasons? I don't know. Well, it's the same kind of thing though with the uh, falsetto voice and the whole deal. Aye, 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 aye. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that was quick. Four Seasons did that. Not at all. Not, not that one, but I bet you they've done it. Double dare you. To do what? That they did Uptown Girl? No, I don't know. No. It just sounds like one of their songs, you know? It's got that, like I said. Yeah. Big Girls Don't Cry. Love the drums. Man, the drummer on the four seasons, he was really great. He used to go nuts. Not to be confused with. Ragdoll? That's right. Name another one. I asked you first. Ronnie. 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 I'll keep on giving and you'll keep on... There we go. We're just calling. I'll go on living and keep on forgiving because... Now the drums, the drums didn't so great. The song sucks. Now let it go. Oh, I was going to play one that I like. Sherry? Yeah. I like Sherry and the song too. I see. Oh, Sherry, 
wouldn't play the drums now. Walk like a man. I always do. You fail. I tell you, the drummer. Okay, that's enough. The drummer and the Funk Brothers. I, I, they, I forget what his name is. He just is great. Now, now, which song was it? One of the uh, Ben Harper songs they did. He did two songs on that video. He did. I heard it through the grapevine. So definitely, it was uh, uh, the the um, Stone song. Which one? I don't know. You know. I'm thinking. And at the end of it, the drummer, he just goes nuts on it. He's great. They're all great. The Funk Brothers. Standing in the shadows of Motown. Everybody needs to go uh, see that. Yep. yep. Buy the video. Steal it. Get the soundtrack. I'd play it if I could find the damn soundtrack. I just got too much stuff piled up here. I got was it Brown Sugar, was it? No. It was a Temptation song. Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Oh. I mean, the Stones did it, too, but it was a Temptation song. Stones ripped it off. Here's this very disturbing email. Remember I was talking about Hanson before? Mm-hmm. What is it with you people with the Hanson brothers, okay? I can understand Canadians who are tend to be very silly people getting all whooped up about the Hanson brothers. And um, what was that stupid movie, Slapshot? You know the Hanson brothers? No. They did a really bad hockey movie called Slapshot about 100 years ago. It wasn't funny. They're not funny. They're annoying. So, Nick, uh, not Nick, oh, not Nick Nolte, Dan from Maryland, says, met them in Indiana last year at a minor league hockey game, 30th anniversary of the movie Slapshot, and they look the same, hard to believe. I wasn't talking about the Hanson brothers from Slapshot. I was talking about those ugly Martian-looking kids, uh, Hanson from that music group. God. And then he writes, Walter Case was the best. He gets out of jail in the spring for stabbing his ex-wife soon. Walter Case may be the most troubled, uh, him, along with Irve Fillion, the most, but even beyond that, because Irve never uh, stabbed his wife, uh, the most troubled driver in the history of harness racing. And this is the guy that he picks out. He, he's not driving now and hasn't in years, but this is the name he comes up with, as opposed to responding to the question. Dan, stay in Maryland, okay? Stay in Balmer. God. I'll see you at Dover Downs in Delaware. Not. You know, once, once upon a time, I think I was vacationing in Philly. Philly's not bad. It's good food. And I drove to Atlantic City, and I was going to go to Dover Downs. It's in uh, Dover, Delaware. Yeah. And I drove into Dover, and I'm going to tell you something. I drove right out. I just kept on my rental car. I just kept on driving. It was just one big slum. And I didn't see any. I mean, I don't want to sound like some old bigot, but I didn't see any white people. Not one. And I, so I kind of felt like out of place a little bit. You know what I mean? Yep. It was a scary place. That doesn't mean that, you know, if you're in, a, like, Detroit, if you're in a place where there's, like, all black people and you're the only white person within miles, that doesn't mean it's necessarily dangerous. But we white folks, we just sometimes feel that way. Am I right? Right. I mean, if Barack Obama would have been out there waiting to shake my hand, I'd have gotten out and meet and greet. You know, it would have been great. But there was nobody there who looked like Barack Obama. It looked like a really, really smarmy place, Dover, Delaware. I could be wrong about that. You ever been there? No. Nope. Why not? I've been in Newark. Oh, that, that says <laughs> yeah, that's something to say. Good names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent.
It's the Big O, Orlando Altagheri. Afternoons, 2 to 4. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Yeah. The sports leader. If you blow too much, you're in trouble. Zine, hop, and wave. Zine, hop, and wave. With the Sarah Palin Fun Patch doll. Simply plant the burpee seeds in the belly. And watch. A baby drops from the fun pouch of the adequate-looking milk. Then wave at the foreign country closest to you to enhance your foreign policy experience. Hey, how are you? Hey, hello. Even without the Z, the authentic likeness of the Sarah Palin Fun Pouch doll doubles as a useful puppet. This is Sarah Palin, rich in succulents and salmon. The Sarah Palin Fun Pouch doll, another small-town ideal toy from Crystal Meth Lab. 1245, well, we got to cancel that debate, not the one tomorrow night. we got to cancel that VP debate at all costs, okay? We don't want Sarah up there where people can actually see what a moron she is, what a trailer trash dumb bitch she is. Dave and Miramar, speaking of dumb, Dave, get some help. Wait till you hear this email. Ken? Sure had been loaded up with emails today. I told you this thing is like just catching on like wildfire. Who did that song, Wildfire? Michael Murphy? I think you're right. Oh, I'll be damned. I'll look it up. There's a one-hit wonder. Yeah. No, you don't have to look it up. I don't want to hear it. It's not a good song. Hey, that's Michael Martin Murphy to you. Michael what? Martin Murphy. What does that mean? That's his name, man. Just because you're chummy with him in unfamiliar terms, that doesn't mean you, uh, you can get his name wrong. I'll be dead. On, on a public forum. I went to high school with a kid named Marty Schneider. Yeah? He, he killed himself. Anything to do with the weenies? Killed himself. I see. Did it have the, Real anything to do with you? No. Was it an unrequited love thing? Really? Was it cute? Oh, yeah. Maybe he jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. With Robbie Benson. <laughs> what was that movie? Ode to Billy Joe. Ode to Billy Joe. By Bobby Gentry. Well, we could read a, read a lost dog in a weather report on this. Uh, How long before this damn uh, post comes up here? My God. I don't know. It's fun to start. I know. She yeah. comes down. Stepped on it. Yellow Mountain. George stepped on Michael yeah, uh, Mark uh, Mosley Murphy. David Miramar says, Hey, Neil, I've tried three different body washes and found them to be a big waste, W-A-I-S-T, a big waste of money. It takes a large amount to get a bubble and almost impossible to rinse off. Not to mention the plastic bottle being an environmental issue. I'll stick to lever 2,000 bars in a washcloth. Using a bar of soap properly, you won't get any hair on the bar and it will not get slimy. After soaping up your washcloth, um, rinse the bar off and put it in a dry soap dish. Done. And by the way, body washes are gay. Gay, says David Miramar. Hmm. Now, I think you're gay, David Miramar. You're either that or retarded. Like, like there's some, like it's rocket science how to use body wash. And he's already using a uh, cloth with his soap, a washcloth. So why can't you smear some of the body wash on a washcloth, you idiot? Right, and it's it's hard to get a bubble. What does that mean? Lather, I think maybe is what he's talking about. Hard to work up a bubble. I don't know. Well, let's work up a big bubble and put Sarah in there so nobody can ask her any questions or get too close to her. That bitch, and realize she is what she is. Oh my God! Don't let me forget to go out and get the Inquirer today so I can read the whole article tomorrow about how she was screwing her husband's ex-business partner. Okay. 
Tommy T says Neil is at me or is Paul McCartney starting to look like Mrs. Doubtfire. I doubt it, Tommy. Yeah, I saw him on the news for about two seconds this morning. You know what my thought was? Retire. Yeah, who cares? Paul McCartney, uh, yeah, well, he just turned 150. Well, he's had a tough time, you know, with that uh, bitch ex-wife of his and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you got money. Everybody wants a piece. Oh, I don't know you. You don't know me, but can I borrow $4,000? And you're telling me I should keep my mouth shut about that. I didn't say who it was. <laughs> okay, whatever, you know. But it's some it's somebody I don't even know. I, I know. That makes it funny. I don't know the person. I've never met them. I don't uh, know from them. I don't, you know. God. The 63. truth about Palin. Myth. Oh, I, I just got through reading this on the air yesterday. The myths about... I just got through reading it, for Christ's sakes. If you want to pass the time, just do knock-knock jokes from 10 to 2, it says. Oh, and it's got a whole bunch of really... No thanks, if you just want mm -hmm. to pass the time. That, that's not even mailing it in. 326 votes. What did we have on the first one? We had almost 1,100, I think. Chris? I'm checking now. It's only 1249. Are you kidding me? This 1079. Like a, we have what? 1079. And 326. 327. It's 1406. We got a shot at 1500 votes today. I, I can't remember the last time we had a poll. 1500. Well, I mean, it's two polls, but nevertheless, we cheat. Shh. We cheat. How are we doing on the certificates for our Paisons? 63. So we sold 37. We still got 63 to go on. Mm -hmm. WQM.com. You know, that, that, I think it's a lawsuit. I'm going to sue Josh Cordes. <laughs> instead, instead of a check in the mail, he's going to get a, um, a lawsuit. Yeah. A subpoena? No, it's very service? annoying. You, have you been on there? Yes. I know all about, about it. I know right? exactly what you're talking about. That thing keeps mm -hmm. flying over um, our, my course. Every time you turn around, they come up with some... Uh, there it is. Stay cool this football season. Football season, my ass. And, of course, there's Danny's picture. Oh, yeah. Beat Dan. I'd like to with a stick. Beat Dan. And then, finally, that thing clears away, and there's an open now. Neil, you know, Neil's deals. You suck, Cordis. You think I'm sending you a check? You got about ten chances of me sending you a check. And they all start with a zero. None. No, if he, if he don't want to put the stories up there, I'll, I'll have um, Chris do it. Uh, and you know what? And I'll I'll make sure I'll, I'll FedEx the checks to Chris. Wow, All right, nice. I will just as a way of getting even with Cordis for dealing with us. Oh well, I can't do anything about it. Then you're useless. Okay, everybody in that place, like just like Flea with the thing about the rejoins. Which I mean, it's, it is not his department. For, for for can you have a civilized conversation with Clarence Darrow? No. Can't even have a civilized conversation? No. No, it's not your department. It's programming. A butt out, you uh, twerp. See, I didn't, I, didn't we tell him the other day? We warned him. They're turning on him like a cornered rat, man. Yep. yep. We did warn him. Because he is um, consorting with us and That's with right. his show, and now he's, That's on right. the, he's on the QAM Schmidt list, baby. He is Mr. S.H., Speaking of clearance, here's an email from Anal. <laughs> Y'all. I wish I could read the last name that they use on this email. It's cute. Yeah, is it pro? I can't. No, can't do it. Okay. Can't even come close. 
I'm troubled by some of the recent goings on with the McCain campaign. It almost looks as if they want to lose. First, Wall Street spirals out of control, and then George Will and Chuck Krauthammer, among other, uh, among others, write scathing articles about how McCain is unqualified to be president. Now McCain wants to postpone tomorrow's debate to focus on the economy. He's trying to lose. Is it possible that Republicans want Obama to win with the intent of saddling him and his party with the blame for the upcoming Great Depression? In all likelihood, there is no quick end to this mess. If somehow Obama wins by 2010, the GOP will come back with a new contract on America and trick the public into giving Republicans control of Congress, effectively dooming the second half of Obama's presidency. With Obama and the Democrats effectively demonized, the homeschooled, flag-waving crowd will crawl out of their caves, cling to their guns and Bibles, and vote the Republicans into power for the next 12 to 20 years. Good gravy, Anal says. I hope I'm wrong, but I wouldn't put it past him. Country first, my ass. Love the show, Neil. Don't ever change. Signed, Anal. And if I held on to that for a while, would that make me anal retentive? Yeah, it would. No. Glad you made that joke. No, yeah, it's weak. Hey, it's better than, better than those knock-knock jokes. Well, I was thinking about making it, but I was too, you know, scared. Oh, and wait till you hear this. More of that. Oh, this is that idiot Gary in New Orleans. Gary, just go away already, okay? I'm going to start deleting your messages. You bug me. G. Goldbard. Gary Goldbard in New Orleans. Sounds Jewish. Yeah. They don't allow, they don't allow Jews in New Orleans. K-John. Maybe he's a K-John Jew. K-John Jew. Hey, Neil, last week I asked to hear the old bit, ground control to Major Wong, and you and George both didn't remember correctly. George thought it was ground control to Colonel Glenn, and you played a few seconds of that. Trust me, there is an old and great bit used to play frequently. It's a, also a parody of David Bowie's song, Ground Control to Major Tom, but it's about a Chinese restaurant. And starts out, ground control to Major Wong. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, when he mails it to us, then we'll know what he's talking about. Yeah. Please try to find that bit and play it. It's hilarious. No. Hope your new format is working well. Yeah, except for chronics like you, Gary. You trashed my lengthy email from last week concerning politics. I guess it was too long and ponderous. Yeah, just like this one, Gary. You also commented I was only sending emails so I could hear them right on the show. Duh, isn't that the point? Of course people send them to hear and read them on the show with your commentary, reaction, etc. What else would be the point of sending them if not to hear them? Just to kill some time. Anyway, you're still the best. I'll be listening to the bitter end no matter what. After 25 years, I'm still addicted. Don't forget, ground control to Major Wong, Gary New Orleans, and still alive. God. We hit him with five shots, and he's still alive. Oh, my God. Oh, wait till you hear this one. This is the best. This is the piece of resistance from a guy named Bill Ames. Not Willie Ames. Yeah. Remember that show with Scott Bayo and Willie Ames? Sure. Was called Charles, Charles in Charge. Charge, yeah. Yeah. Charles Discharge. Scott, Scott Squats and Willie Ames. Neil, I thought you'd be interested in a conversation with ESPN's Ivan Mazel about the age-old argument, who's overrated and who's underrated in college football. You'd love to see Mazel's new book, The Mazel Report, College Football's Most Overrated, Underrated Players, Coaches, Teams, and Traditions. Mazel's rankings are sure to raise some eyebrows among fans of some of the most prestigious college football programs in the country. Yeah, but what would Girk, uh, Girk, Girk Jerk Street say about that? Now listen to this. Mazel is available in an interview on the Neil Rogers Show to discuss the book and why he ranked players, coaches, and programs the way he did. Please let me know when you'd like to have him on the show, and I'll coordinate all the details with him and send you copies of the book. 
I look forward to speaking with you soon. Best Bill Ames publicist for Triumph Books. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait do that? for Just imagine all the mazel I'd have if I had Bill Mazel. The biggest names, the best talent. How about Bill Mazel? The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's the one to two hour. I want to be just like Jim Schuyler with a $30 keyboard queue. I wouldn't need to buy a fancy dad or a computer, a microphone and tape deck will do. Even a schlepper like Boca Brian has better equipment, but even sound. Oh, when I grow up, I want to be just like Jim Schuyler, then I wouldn't have to spend my dough. Here comes my solo, I wouldn't have to spend my dough. I think that sounds just fine. Whatever happened to Jim Schuyler, dead or alive? No idea. What happened to George? No idea. Don't tell me he's rejoicing. Maybe it's a command performance. That would be a triple header today for poor Joyce. Uh, George, whatever his name is. George and Joyce. Joyce and George. Becky said, Neil God, I listen to the archive shows while I work out at the gym every day. Without you and George, I'd be a whale of a girl, so thank you for the great entertainment. Aside from the ass-kissing, I'd like to know your opinion on homos like myself getting legally married. My longtime girlfriend and I plan to get married in California next year. We live in Atlanta where gays still get beat up outside of gay bars. Part of me feels good about it, but the other part says, don't be a sucker and join the hetero hell of legally binding marriage. I think I know what George would say, Becky says. Neil, you often put an interesting twist on matters and was just curious what you think. Sorry in advance if this is super boring. Much love to you guys, says Becky. Thanks, Becky, but I don't, I don't give people personal advice. I mean, like strangers, you know. I will say, a uh, fool and his money are soon parted. Here comes the bunny, and there goes your money. Too bad George is, uh, George, uh, George is joicing. I can't separate the two all of a sudden for some reason. They're synonymous. Shirley says, I don't know how long it's been since you've been there or what part of Philly you visited, but let me tell you from experience, it's a toilet. Oh, it's, this is years ago. Years ago, Shirley. I lived there for over 20 years before I came down here. It's full of drug addicts and crime. I would hear gunshots almost every night. That's filthy. Also, I hope when you were in Atlantic City, you didn't step off the main strip either. Other than Los Angeles, Atlantic City was the only other place I've ever been where I could, you could almost smell fear in the air. I remember I parked, I went to a casino, and I parked in the parking garage. And when I walked out to look for the uh, rental car in the parking garage, I was like terrified. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't even out on the streets, you know. I was just just in the parking garage. How long since you've been there? Oh, it's a long time, years. Um, I was there two years ago, I guess, with Eddie Kay, and I think it's right around Caesars, I guess it is. They're really rebuilding everything, and it's like you know, new shops. Everything looks really nice, but literally, if you go two blocks, even off the main road, if you go like two blocks off of it, it's still you know the old looking, and you just you don't want to go there at all. So yeah, slummy, scummy, and slummy, and smarmy. George is still out joycing? Oh, no, I'm in here. Oh, my Enjoying this conversation. God. Did I miss anything uh, important? No, I was just talking about, I got a, an email about Philly being a toilet and about Atlantic oh. City also. And I, I, re, I reprised my story 
about going to a casino in Atlantic City many years ago and going to get my rented car in the parking garage and feeling just the smell of fear in the air. It just was a scary place. Mm. I just and I'm not one that. of those people that walks around like, you know, looking over my shoulder, but it was just, oh, yeah. scary. There was the smell of fear in the bathroom just now. No, I don't think that was fear. <laughs> but I think, no, I think the smell of fear is outside the bathroom. Be afraid. And Be very afraid. fear is the smell that's inside. <laughs> I, I don't understand what's going on with you, man. George showed what? up about 20 minutes uh, late this morning. I ate morning. something last night. Don't ask me what it was because I don't remember. Yeah, like the story. And uh, it had an effect. Well, because I, I woke up today not being able to stop doing that, so. Doing what? What, what else? That. Rhymes with that. Schmat? Yeah. Scat. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> what? Scatman Crothers? Dead. Look at that. Stay cool this football season. That, that thing is just an abortion. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm suing Cordes. <laughs> And he and purposely, Good it's on Thursday. You. He knows this is the day we do our thing every week. And he purposely, and I'm going to tell you who else needs to be beaten uh, to a pulp is Duff. I mean, Duff is one of the few people we got on our side in the building, thank God. But, um, you know, this is his baby. 63 we still got. That That's pathetic. Oh, there's Barney Fagg. Break a deadlock, and I'm glad that we'll be able to go and tell them that uh, there really is not much of a deadlock to break, but I'm always glad to get to go to the White House. That's right. All right, you heard it from both parties there, Democrat and Republican. They're holding a live news conference on the Hill there. You heard it. They say they have a plan. They are going to respond to the president with regard to this federal bailout plan. They believe it will pass the House, the Senate, be signed by the president. Ed Henry, real quickly, we're still not hearing when, though, when they will do that. And, if, and obviously it is. It's up to the, the, all three parties here to sign off. Let me read the tea leaves. It's been around long enough to tell you. Once they uh, Democrats and Republicans start patting each other on the back, they're pretty close to finally passing something. Yeah, they're all they're done, baby. It's done. And now McCain is going to have no excuse to avoid that debate to sidestep it tomorrow night, which means next week the vice presidential debate is going to take place. <laughs> unless, of course, unless of course, yeah, she's got a hangnail, right? Or her son is consummating a big drug deal up there in Alaska, and needs mommy to come up and write a check. Jeff in Boynton Beach said, or maybe uh, maybe uh, the daughter is like uh, giving birth to triplets or something. One of them white, one of them black, and one of them yellow. They like to spread it around. Ooh. Jeff in Boynton Beach says, recently I heard you mention Joey Reynolds on your show. Actually, you can thank Joey for my listenership to your show. One day I heard him speak of an outrageous fag on the air at WYOD. Out of curiosity, I tuned you in, and I'm still here 20 uh, some years later. Your show is like a great soap opera, extremely entertaining. Your show is the only redeeming feature in living here in this toilet that is South Florida. Also, I enjoy that heathen George when he fills in. Right. I know this is another of those boring suck job emails, but it's the truth. Nothing boring about it, Jim. Lick, lick away, Jeff. Keep up the great work of telling it like it is. If you're looking for a youthful ward, I'm available. <laughs> a youthful ward. Which, of course, I know you're trying to find it, too. He was his ward. Not his pedophile. But I beat you to it this time. Cute. How are we doing on uh, the poll there? Did we add Jerry Van Dyke? Adding it now. You're adding it now? Yeah. What, what the hell are you talking about? You're adding it now. That was like an hour ago. No, it wasn't. Melissa Rivers. Oh, yeah. Oh, Excellent. the daughter? Yeah, the daughter. What's her name again? Melissa. Oh, Melissa's the daughter, too? Oh, no. it's Joan, Joan Rivers. Wait, wait till you hear this one. 
Um, it's very short, but I'm going to print it out because I want to make sure that my eyes aren't deceiving me. Okay? All right. I know that there are a lot of, um, how can I be kind? People I don't know. who are a little bit slow. Yeah. It's about the four seasons. Okay. It's printing out right now. It's about one of the songs you played. All right. Here it is. Dear Neil, thanks for playing Cherry Baby. Mm-hmm. That was the number one song when I was born. I wonder what was the number one song when George was born. I won't ask what the number one song was when you were born. I don't think Edison had invented the phonograph yet. Cherry Baby, C-H-E-R-R-Y. It's not Cherry, it's Sherry with an S, you idiot, Warren. No, Edison hadn't invented the phonograph yet, yeah. With an IQ like yours, Warren, I won't ask any more questions. Cherry Baby. Cherry, Cherry Baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. Here's one from uh, a guy. Hi, Neil. Hope you're doing fine. I'm currently away from South Florida. I haven't been able to listen or catch up on the Wicked Web. I miss hearing the show a lot. And yes, George, too. Don't you love the way they put you in there like uh, they don't want to leave you out? It's fine. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. You remember Uncle Milty's on Alton Road next to the Epicure? No, I sure don't. My grandfather, Joe Cole, Goldfarb, ran the place. Him and his friend Alfie used to run numbers back then. I was just a kid, but when he was older, he had a lot of interesting tales to tell me. He told me he met you. I almost met you at a Marlins game, but was too uh, f scared to talk to you. You were with a big guy, probably Fat Rich, sitting on the first base side. Anyway, I know this might be a weird email, but I just had to get my fix and tell you you're appreciated every day for the hard work and being honest. Also, not for, for not being a sellout. We're extremely lucky to have you and George. Life is what we learn from other people and our own experiences. We can all learn a lot from you guys. Thanks, and have a good one. I wish I had a good one, but nevertheless. Thanks, Jay, whatever your name is. Lots and lots of stuff pouring in on there, in, in spite of, um, you know. Oh, no, we like Neil interacting with the callers. I'm your friend. I'm your friend. Four or five hundred times a day. Right. Despite all of their best efforts to destroy the show and, like, drive us off the air, guess what? We're still here. And maybe we'll listen to back tomorrow. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Meet the sports leader. All the biggest names. The best talent. It's the big dog, Joe Rose. I'm going to go Joyce. Where South Florida sports always matters. Always matters. Yeah. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil Rogers. Ah. Oh, you're serious. A long, long time ago. It was 1900, and Jesse Helms was just a lad of nine. <laughs> and no one knew what was in store. Just ended the Spanish-American War. So they parted like it was 1899. There were events that made you shiver. But there were times we did deliver A promise that was kept With that famous one small step I can't remember each event Or everything that man did invent A century we will present And this is how it went
My, my, how the time it did fly Since it started, some departed, many tears we did cry For the century, it's time that we say goodbye It all happened in the blink of an eye A hundred years have gone by Francis Ferdinand Millions died from the flu And plastic It was brand new And then Russia Had its revolution Panama connected Both of the oceans Monopolies we won't see Again a hundred Years Gone by And we were singing My, my, how the time It did fly since it started Some departed, many tears we decry For the century, it's time that we say goodbye It all happened in the blink of an eye A hundred years have gone by Albert had his relativity They mass-produced a new Model T And Lindbergh landed near Paris And women would vote like you and me And Germany's chancellor was sworn in And World War II would soon begin Made Europe sovereign land The Project Manhattan Evolution trial in Tennessee We caught our first look at TV Then the day that lives in Departed many tears we did cry For the century It's time that we say goodbye It all happened in the blink of an eye A hundred years have gone by Franklin, Winston They will soon be winning Starting with the D-Day invasion But at what an appalling cost In Russia no one did the frost Germany they finally lost Discovered the horrors of the Holocaust Oi! Batman, little boy, and Ola Gay Changed the whole world on that very day NATO had just begun And China ruled by Mao Zedong The first player in baseball that was black Israel got Jack, a hundred years gone by And we were singing, my, my, how the time it did fly Since it started, so 
time departed, many tears we did cry. For the century, it's time that we say goodbye. It all happened in the blink of an eye. A hundred years have gone by. Roasted too tired, went on the bus. Polio cured with the vaccine. Then Russia scared us big time with Sputnik. Our troops into Korea quick. Discovered the double helix scheme. Oh, JFK left us way too soon, but promised to get us all to the moon. First in space, yeah, the pill we did embrace, and the French seven climbed into the night. Cuba's missiles gave us quite a fright. Southeast Asia is on new fight. A hundred years gone by. Cry for the century. It's time that we say goodbye. It all happened in the blink of an eye. A hundred years have gone by. Neil's giant step was the big news. Neil, God. Roe versus Wade gave women right to choose. Nixon resigns about Watergate. Troops out of Vietnam had hostages taken by Iran, and a virus made us too scared to go date. A test tube babies held aloft. Some guy named Bill started Microsoft. You fairy. Chernobyl explosion. The Berlin Wall gets broken. The USSR says goodbye. Some students in China, they did try. Seven died in the Florida sky. A hundred years gone by. And they were singing, My, my, how the time it did fly. Since it started, some departed, many tears we did cry. For the century, it's time that we say goodbye. It all happened in the blink of an eye. A hundred years have gone by. I'm dying out of here. We were singing, my, my, how the time it did fly. Since it started, some departed, many tears we did cry. For the century, it's time that we say goodbye, cause a hundred years have gone by. Oy vey, well I'm back, I made it back, with plenty of time to spare. I knew you would. 123 at 560, being the old pro on the John that I am, man, I'm the old, uh, mm -hmm. run down the hall and make a quick run back. Of course, it's not very far here. I got the guest tea room right across the uh, doorway here for me, but I, I don't use that one. I save that for important guests. If I, I ever have any. 381 votes on the poll. Who is the best example of nepotism? George W. Bush, 257. Bush, Jr. Tory Spelling, 41. Luke Russer, 22. Sophia Coppola, 19. Brooke Hogan, 11. Michael Powell, 10. Jamie Lee, uh, Lynn Spears, 6. 
Jamie Lynn. Uh -huh. That's her name? Is it? Chris ought to know. I think it is. Jamie Lynn Spears, yeah. Jeremy Schaap for Ashley Simpson 3. Boy, can she belt one out or not? <laughs> oh, Nicholas Cage 3. Kiefer Sutherland 2. Chad Lowe 2. Robert Downey Jr. 1. And none yet for Melissa Rivers, Jerry Van Dyke, or Joaquin Phoenix. I guess they must think Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. Is he a good actor? Uh, hey, he's old, whatever. Weak. Yeah. He's what? Sometimes it's okay and sometimes it's not. Really? Yeah. He ain't no River Phoenix then, huh? No. Now, other than um, Stand By Me, which he was a little kid, but uh, what other movies was River Phoenix in that we liked? He was in, oh, that we liked? <clears throat> yeah. That we, that's why I added that real fast, mm, that we liked. I see. That was, that was, that I was, was about, like about to open up my mouth. Let me close it again now. Yeah. None? I'm done. What do you say, Chris? River Phoenix movie. What? Um, hmm. None. Sneakers was good. Sneakers? Yeah. That was like a CIA type thing. Had uh, Robert Redford, I think, was in it. Now, what's the movie I'm supposed to watch with um, Leo? The, the Departed. Departed. The Departed. I'm writing it down. The Departed have farted. Okay, The Departed. Yeah, I've seen it. Sneakers was uh, Robert Redford, Sidney Poitier. David David Strathairn. Oh, that Wasn't one. Wasn't he on the thing the other day? He was on our poll the other Dan day. Dan Aykroyd. It was a good movie. It was a funny movie. And River, Rivers of Penis? Mary McDowell, yeah. River Phoenix. Yeah. See what else he was in. Now, wasn't that in Johnny Depp's bar in L.A., or did I make a mistake about that? I think that's what who was a part owner or used to be a part owner or something. Yeah, yeah he owned the bar where River Phoenix got uh, some bad crap and croaked. He got some bad goods, man. I think George had something to do with it too. Well, I had some bad goods last night. Did you? Yeah. No, you had you had some good bads. No, what it was it was Wendy's. You had Wendy's? Yeah, I love and I, Wendy's. And I had the chili. See? Yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh huh. You also, about that? Yeah. No, say he was also a young Indian, Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade. <sighs> Little Nikita. Oh. A bunch of other stuff. Oh Mosquito my Coast. God! That so basically sounds stand so by me freaking and that was gay. It. Wow, unbelievable. Well, one thing about that chili, George, and I think you know it. It comes out the same way it goes in. The biggest names, the best talent. It's the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich. Sports Radio 560 QAM, the sports leader. I want to bang you in the butt. Today on TMZ, workers filed out of Lehman Brothers with a history of their careers in their arms. The investment bank filed for bankruptcy. Sarah Palin, banking firms are going bankrupt. Houses are going into foreclosure. If you were in the White House, what would you do to get the economy back on its feet? Do things better. Okay, that's good. Could you be more specific? We must do whatever it takes. Uh, more specific? We have got to have all options out there on the table. And what are those options? Whatever it takes. What? There have been mistakes made. Right. There have been blunders along the way. And what would you do differently? We must do whatever... Oh, please. Okay, I'll ask you a really simple question. Is Russia close to Alaska? Yes. You can actually see Russia here in Alaska. Oh, I can't wait. Give me my binocs. 131 at 560 WQAM. Paul from Tampa says, 
Don't listen to those morons who email you about the lack of caller interaction. No, the moron who says that the most, I think, is probably Jolly Joe. That was always says, well, the people uh, want to hear your interaction with the callers. That's what really makes the show, Neil. Ho, 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 and those tapes, too. These are the same idiots that call and say, Jamba, retire, and I'm your friend. Half the time, the only interaction that you have with the callers is simply giving them the well-deserved dial tone. I'm really enjoying the emailer interaction a lot more. Thanks for the laugh, says Paul in Tampa. How do you like that? And I agree. And the response on our website is phenomenal. It's way up. And uh, and I'm happy. I'm a happy camper. I feel like I've got my life back. No thanks to Joyce or uh, Jolly Joe or Clarence. How do you like Clarence? If I was Flea, I'd have smacked him. I'd have, I'd have just uh, just knocked him right out on his ass. Ow! Right? What kind of a snotty comment is that? You know, you're in a pr promotion. It's what I would have expected. It's what I expected him to get. Or or laughter. I mean, it's a legitimate. Point. And even Flea, who used to be a PD at, at like a real radio station somewhere while along in the past, mm -hmm. even he says he never heard of such a thing where the uh, formatics are so screwed up, where nobody knows when the damn rejoin ends and which one it's going to be. The sports freaking leader. Yeah, it's a bunch of crap, is what it is. I could understand if this was like uh, Clarence's first day on the job. I mean, look how long it's been since he stabbed the uh, former uh, PD in the back, uh, Muff, and took his job and sent Muff on, off in there to go out and try to sell. How are we doing with the uh, certificates, by the way, Tubby? Let me refresh it. 60. 63 still. Oh. Still 63. That's not good for Payson's. Food is great. Did see your boy Troy Brown's retiring finally? Really? Mm-hmm. Not one more. Not one. We, we, we can uh, ill afford to lose him. Yep, announced God. it uh, today. What? Announced it a little while ago. No, no. Talk about defenseless. But nevertheless. Who the uh, Patriots play this week? I see the fi fish are to buy. They're also off? Yep. Oh, thank God. Oh, happy day. It's going to be a good weekend. No, see, I don't make my, my, my life, my days, my weekends, my weekdays, they aren't based on whether a team I like wins or loses. Well, what's wrong with you? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a sports nerd. I'm a fan. Leafs lost to Pittsburgh exhibition game last night, 3-2. to two. Oh, I better kill myself, you know, like that. No. A buyout. Yeah, and the other question was, how do you think... Oh, here you go. Hockey talk on the uh, National Hockey League Network. Here's Weldon in Texas. Oh, and talk about a stiff. What's that kid's name from? Oh, my God. They used to play for the Panthers and then played for Dallas, and the Leafs signed him for about a billion dollars. A stiff, Nicholas Hagman. Stiff. Stiff. Why don't they just ask me? I know I know my stiffs when I see them. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Ralph, one of our really chronic emailers, but a good guy, says Charlie Sheen's son and the Arquette family, especially the confused one. I'm think I guess he's talking about our poll today, nepotism. Charlie Sheen has two sons. He does? Martin Sheen. Wait, no. Wait, no, Martin Sheen. My, Martin Sheen's the Martin father. Sheen yeah, he's confusing yeah. me. Is, is the, the dad. father. Right. Charlie has, Sheen has is two one sons. of the sons, and Emilio Estevez is the other one, as the bird used to say. Just. Emilio Estevez. Why would he say that? What? Because he could. Oh. Because he was a goofball. I see. Hey, don't be knocking the bird, okay? Uh-huh. Just because he's dead and he can't speak back. Remember after I got him off the show, at the, I had Disney can his ass at IOD? 
Mm-hmm. And he came in, and he went into the that little, what was that booth, like a news booth? Yes. And he didn't come in my studio and sit down at the, at the desk with me. He went in there mm-hmm. and went on the air. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't board hopping the show in those days. I heard about it, though. I mean, that was just... He was one of those people who wouldn't take no for an answer. It was like when we did the shows at SUN in Tampa. Yep. And this was long after he was no longer on the show. Am I right? Right. And, and you know, and because he lived over in Lakeland or whatever. And so, you know, we figured it would be a hoot to have him come in on the show one or two days. We were over there for the whole week. He showed up every day. Every day. I don't want to say he overstayed his welcome a little bit, but he showed up every day. <laughs> he was good, though, on Zeta. He was good. We had a good show. Hey, you know who we're missing? Who's that? Chris Penn, Sean Penn's brother. Yeah. Chris Penn? Yep. Good choice. Oh, no. Speed up your PC. What is this? It just popped up just out of nowhere. Uniblue. Speed up my PC. System overview. It's analyzing my system performance right now. And, of course, every time these things pop up and they analyze your system, oh, my God, your thing is so slow and it's so bad and you know, like that. Right? Yep. Because they're trying to peddle you some crap. No, I, I uh, did a little servicing on my uh, uh, PC last night. I, def- I defragged it, defragged it. Yeah. Paul spotted this on the guardian.co.uk uh, site and thought you should see it. And it's a long, long article. John, save all these long political articles, okay? Please. Please. Oh, it says, is the bar where he OD'd, and it doesn't say what it is. Oh, the Viper Room. Thanks. That's where a River Penis OD'd, and he died. He died. Mm-hmm. He was no big deal. I mean, he was all right. No. He was a good guy. He, died. he was a vegetarian, I think. See there? What? It'll kill you. Yeah, that's why he died. He was doing a lot of drugs because he wasn't getting his good meat. Oh, wow. Jet? What? What? You know, you know who else we're missing? Who? Latoya Jackson. All right. Hmm. Okay, whatever. Jesse says, wanted to let you know I'm 25 years old, a long-time listener since my father started listening to you when we lived in the Florida Keys. Now I listen to you from my office in Philadelphia. Just wanted to challenge the listener's previous assertion that Philly is a haven for drug dealers and gang violence. I grew up in South Florida, but went to college in the Philadelphia area. And wow, what an, intellectual, uh, what an intellectual enlightenment. See, these keep chopping off on the right. But, uh, but you never know that unless I told you. Philadelphia has changed dramatically since Ed Randell was the mayor. And not only does the city have a great nightlife, but the educational opportunities are unrivaled in the country. Except maybe Boston, Jesse. It is a very progressive area, as John McCain will probably collectively receive four votes from the entire area. It's a happening place, and its proximity to New York and other great northeastern cities is such a charm that I can only hope that people stay away. A great American city. Thanks for the laughs. Go Obama, your mama, says Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah, I like Philadelphia. And lots of pretty people there, too, man. Lots of really, really smoldering people in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what do you what do you mean going? Yeah, you never been there. Well, I knew a girl from Philadelphia. Oh, there are some real pretty people in Philadelphia. She was.
say Gloria Vanderbilt is his mommy? That's her. Hey, uh, Anderson. You fairy. He is so boring and so bland. But they try to make him into a big superstar, you know, because mommy's got a lot of money. Got another one for you. Yes? Paris Hilton. Oh, oh, she's the winner. She might give W a run for the money, you know what? She'll zoom up to second in no time. Hands down, my pants. Jay says, what do you know about this T-Boone Pickens guy? And his natural gas wind power energy plant I see advertised on TV. I think he's got his thumb right on it, don't you? Hmm? T-Boone. T-Bone Pickens? I think T-Bone that... Pickens. What's the catch? Is this guy legit? Yes, he is. And he made zillion dollars in the oil business. Right. All I know about him, it says he used to be a big player in the oil industry. Yeah, he was a player. Also, did you get a good look at McCain lately? No, I uh, still like to eat once in a while. I lose my appetite when I see old, insane McCain. I think I hear some other people saying he looks like he had a stroke. Half of his face is frozen. Maybe that's why they're trying to postpone the debate tomorrow. Maybe he's stroked out. Shameless request for read a book, read a book, read a... Oh, no. You get upset when I play that. No, I don't. Even though that was your greatest piece of editing in history. Oh, my God. Do it. Yeah! It was brilliant. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, T-Mike. You see, I usually do songs with, like, hooks and concepts and shit, right? But f*** that, man. I'm trying to go platinum. Somebody's a rock this this out, y'all.
editing by Little George. That, that may have been your greatest contribution to the human race. It was a labor of love. I'm sure. And guess what, Chris? Two more votes. Two more votes. We got 1,500 for the day. All right. We have 418 on this uh, marginal one about nepotism. I think this poll is pretty good about nepotism. 1497 altogether. Shocking. Oh, but they're going to, the callers are what makes the show, Neil, the call. I'm your friend. Yeah, blow it out your ass. God. Rectum. Or take an apple pie from Mickey D's and stick it up there. Mike says, I think one of the things people like best about your show is how you rail on management. You say all the things that they would like to say about their boss. Was there a point when you first started to do that? Management wanted to fire you before they realized that the ratings it brought? Or did you get to them first before you started, tell them you were going to do it as a shtick so they wouldn't fire you? Oh, yeah. I went to management and said, oh, I'm going to rip you on air. Is that okay? Come on, Mike. You think anyone warned Joe Bell about it before he came down? Uh, or does he know or think it's just a shtick? I don't care what he knows or thinks, because in his case, it's not just a shtick. Believe me. See, that you were doing well, uh, most of this, until you got to that part, it's just shtick. It's not. I couldn't make up the kind of stuff that they're doing to this place, especially Jolly Joe and Clarence and Joyce. By the way, did I mention that the unmentionable one got disbarred in Florida earlier today? Did I yes, you did. Oh. Long overdue. Better late than never. Too much hanky-spanky, baby, for too many years. God. I don't really recall when I started repping management, but once you start getting the big numbers, I th think it might have been an INZ. In fact, I'm pretty sure it was at Zeta. When um, when Mommy, who owned the station, made uh, son-in-law Tim Williams the general mangler. Oh, my God. What a moron. What a Oh, don't rip me on it. Remember when we went to IOD? Or when I No, you wouldn't remember. No. And Disney passed along a very humorous request from Tim Williams. Oh, my kids. I have teenage kids. They listen to the show. And Neil's ripping me on the ear. And all the kids are, you know, too bad. Like I'm going to stop ripping him on the ear and ripping him the ass he so richly deserved because his kids are taking crap in school because their daddy's a dodo bird. And I'm sure that they realize their daddy's a dodo bird, right? Of course. Right. Kids are not stupid. 1501. Oh, here's ShamWow. Wait a minute. Wet or dry. This is for the house, the car, the boat, the RV. ShamWow holds 20 times its weight in liquid. Look at this. It just does the work. Why do you want to work twice as hard? doesn't trip. doesn't make a mess. Bring it out. You wash it in the washing machine. Made in Germany. You know the Germans always make good stuff. You can cut it in half. Use one as a bath mat. Drain your dishes with the other one. Use one as a towel. 1501, you're diaries. right. They use it as a towel. Look at that. Completely dry. You've never seen this ShamWow, huh? No. I mean, I'm just I'm just arbitrarily on, you know, City Pulse 24 here to check in the time to make sure we get out of here on time, which is one thing we do. We can read the clock. We know when to take the breaks. We know when to get the hell out of here and say goodbye. We know when to say hello. It's that time, you know, like that. Things that have to do with radio clearance. The greatest day of my life is when you call and report to me that somebody finally had enough and just sliced his head off. No, and I'm going to instruct you to send it up here. I'll give you the address. At the head? The best. Yeah, head. You might want to keep it. Yeah. On my mantle piece. The fourth leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Big L. Orlando Wells or Gary. Mornings 5 to 7. Sports Radio 566. QAM. The sports leader. It's Dave. Miami Town. At 560. W-Q-A-L 
sure. When the market went down, I'm worth less than a clown. Man, that drop really hurt. Almost broke. I can't afford a steak. Now I eat, shake, and bake my savings up in smoke. My stockbroker cried like a girl. I barely understood Kenny. When he said, you lost your last penny. I'm so screwed, I'm waving the white flag, they report my new jag, I'm popping a quaalude. My wife's gone, they foreclosed on my home, they even swiped my comb, took the grass from my lawn. My stockbroker cried like a girl, I barely understood Kenny, when he said, you lost your last penny. Everybody is feeling the pinch Thanks to flipping Merrill Lynch Have to move back into my mother's Cause of the Lehman Brothers I got canned There's a big fat zero in my portfolio This is not what I planned I used to be rich Had a nice golden tub and a big country club Now my in a ditch. My stockbroker cried like a girl. I barely understood Kenny. Ow! When he said, You lost your last penny. Bye, bye, bye. The biggest names, the best talent. And your home for Miami Dolphins football. Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Oh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I like luxury cookery. <laughs> Pardon? A little pie with chocolate chip ice cream. Mm. I'll take a chocolate chip ice cream is good. Mm. Ring dings. <sighs> and chocolate chip ice cream. All for me! <laughs> 